We are live. Freedom Friday. James, what's going on? Well, ladies and gentlemen, back with my favorite uh, garden gnome, the right wing cigar king, Alan Jacoby himself. I'm James, your host, and we're back for another Freedom Friday to spew disinformation all over the internet. Getting back the government like we always do. I think I just realized something. I despise how we introduce ourselves. I don't know why. It just occurred to me. People should people should uh, mention in the in the chats how they feel about. It. I I I don't know why. I was I, literally it just hit me like. It's it, we do it different every week. It's always off the cuff. <laughs> it's not like we're sitting here like all right, uh, we're gonna do this intro and this is how we're gonna lay it out. Like I literally like I I watch shows and I hate when people like, hi. I'm Alan Jacoby, and we're and and this is whatever the hell it is. Like, if, if you're watching, like if you're watching, you probably know who we are at least our first names. And at some point, if you're new watching, you'll find it out. Like, I don't know. It's just weird. I don't know. You, you'll quickly find out that Alan's a piece of shit. Yes, and I'm the coolest person in the world. No, um, <laughs> no, uh, no, Alan. I think you know what what we need. I think what we need. We need someone to some one of our listeners, if they're good at video editing, to put together a, a, a cool little intro for us that introduces us in the intro. Like this is your I, host. Bro- no, it's lame. I hate it. No, sorry. I no, don't, no, it's weird. I don't know. I don't. It, it's just weird. Well, it's it, it. It's cringy. It's cringy. But whatever. Who cares? It, it is what it is. We're here. We're here. It's Friday. We're here. And we're gangbanging on ourselves, apparently. Yeah, um, gangbanging on ourselves right now. <laughs> that's 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 what we're doing. But we have to gangbang. You're, you're seeing how our minds work off show. We're cre- critique, critiquing in the open. <laughs> <laughs> we end the show, and I'm like, James, you really looked like shit today. Yeah, you're you look terrible, dude. Terrible. Go, fucking, go get a haircut. I'm. I just got one. My wife cuts my hair. Must be nice. It is. I, I you know. We don't use a floby like you. You're, uh, you're, you're, are you too young for, for for the floby? Do you remember the floby? Yeah, I don't remember the floby. You I don't do remember not. the floby? No. It was literally like a vacuum attachment. It was a vacuum that cut your hair. You don't know the floby? No. Are you kidding me? Sounds like Alan spent a lot of time with the floby in his bedroom, that's, sucking his wiener. That's horrible. No. It, wait, you know what we should do one day? I watch it on YouTube once in a while, like 80s and 90s commercials. They always crack me up. They're the best. Favorite commercial. But I remember just about everyone that plays. Like The 90s I do all day because I was born in 88. So I don't remember any 80s commercials. But the 90s commercials all day. I I follow a ton of those accounts on social media. And the nostalgia factor is just through the roof. I love it. The commercials just hit so much better. Yeah, it's hilarious. Hey, listen, we're we're back on my Facebook finally. So if you're on my Facebook page, well, you know, welcome back. The chats are open. I know people have been sending messages like, "What's going on? You're not on Facebook anymore." Well, I was in the Facebook Gulag for 30 days for. I think I shared a meme about. I don't know if it was Dylan Mulvaney. I don't know what the hell it was. It was it was something ridiculous, and I think it was. I don't know, hate speech, which doesn't even exist. It's like, oh, 30 days for you. All right, see you later. But something Facebook didn't like. It seemed like it was longer than 30 days, though. I'm not going to lie. Was no, it like what? I did. It did. But it was 30 days. But what's funny is Facebook and Instagram are owned by the same people, right? Yeah. Meta, whatever the hell it is. And uh, I'll post the same thing 
Like I'll, I'll take the meme. I'll, I'll like throw it on Facebook. I'll throw it on Twitter. I'll throw it on Instagram. And, uh, the, well, everything that I've gotten in trouble for on Facebook that I put on Instagram, I never get in trouble for. It doesn't, nothing happened. It's weird. Like it's, it's also, trouble. it's also a possibility that it, it got reported by somebody that, that got you thrown in jail. Maybe not the algorithm picking it up. Cause there are a lot of, of people that just go around reporting things just because there's, there's so many different variables as to why that's happening. Um, but if you, if you are tuning in, like subscribe and share we're getting crushed by the algorithms we're heavily shadow banned follow alan on rumble follow us on rumble hit that green little follow button underneath the video if you're watching on rumble it really helps us break the algorithm we appreciate it more than more than you guys know um rumble but, is the place to be yeah oh it definitely is rumble's i will give it to rumble there's still some kinks that need to be worked out but rumble is really really stepping up their game and they're they're like categorizing things and they're really bringing some big big talent on uh not just not just by uh recruiting talent to come over but also because of the censorship of youtube people are like yeah. all right i guess i'm going to rumble but at the same time they are making the platform better like there there's constantly new updates there's constantly new features and i give them a ton of credit there's still some things that they need to work yeah. out uh with with especially with live streaming and and, and things for creators um but uh, it is definitely getting better. So hit that follow button, share the show. It, it, it really helps us out um, and makes the show better because everybody else could see us and gangbang on the government with us. <laughs> I, um, I, wanted, I wanted to ask early on in the show, for anyone that's listening now or listening later, wherever you're listening and you can comment, serious question. Like I, I threw a poll out on Twitter, but I'm only going to put two names here. But, you know, 2024 primary, let us know. If you're Trump 2024 or DeSantis 2024, put in the chat, put in the comment section. Just, 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 you know, who, 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 what team are you on? Trump or DeSantis? And another question I had, if you, if you want to even, you know, add, and I'm not into single issue voting. Like, if you know, you shouldn't just be voting on single issue. I think this election is important for economy, immigration, trade. The, you so know, many things. Top three things over the top of my head. But if you had a, if you had to pick one single issue, uh, you know, voting issue, that would base your decision on who you would vote for in the Republican primary. What would the issue be? I already got what. So somebody in the somebody in on Rumble, uh, Peter Waiter. Hey, what do you do for a living, Peter? Let me guess. Are you a waiter? I'm just breaking chop. <laughs> Thanks for being here. Um, he says neither. A lot of people on so so far we got like three in on Facebook that's uh, Trump twenty twenty four. Peter, throw in the chat why neither or is is there another alternative like RFK, yeah, is RFK the choice? You know, if it, well, I mean for the Republican primary, like somebody today was I put a poll out on Twitter and they were like, oh, add RFK. Well, RFK is not running in the Republican oh, primary. He's a Democrat, and he's but, red pilling the shit out of the DNC base. So huh? I asked, I saw Peter Waiter and I assumed he was a waiter. My apologies. I won't assume your gender either because, you know, we're not allowed to do that anymore. But I'd assume Peter is that you have a Peter and that you're a biological male. Data analyst. That's, that's not nice. What? That you assume something like that. I'm a transnational gender neutral unicorn and I can't believe you would assume somebody's gender. I stand up for all victims and victimhood across the world. You're not stunning and brave. I'm extremely stunning and brave. So, hey, Peter, in the chat, who do you, who do you want? Who do you want in 2024? I mean, I'm curious. Uh, when you say neither, is it you want Nikki Haley 
Boy, are you, are you please don't tell me you're a black pillar. I, I went crazy. I went, I went crazy on uh, on on black pillars today. Trump a buffoon. We need to move on from DeSantis shooting himself in the foot with social issues. All right, so all right, listen, I'm not I'm not going to argue about about it. You have your opinion. I just so what's the solution? I'm just if, if you do you have, maybe you don't have a choice yet. It's early on. Alan, you know you know what this would be a great time for mm-hmm. that we we continue to say that we're going to do and we haven't sat down with producer Bob yet. Yeah, to make I know. Yeah, I I get it. I get it. But we haven't done it yet. I know. We're we're going to do call-ins at some point, but it's just it's it's a it's well, a have you to call in and, and discuss with us uh, his opinion on what's what his choice is. It is a um, progress. So I it, I think it is. For a lot of people, I think also it's early on to figure out who they want. There is so much bullshit going on. I mean, listen, I don't hate Ron DeSantis. I, he, he's doing his job in Florida as governor. He's he's done all right things. He's not a I'm saint. Start, I'm starting to, to to heavily dislike him, though. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I, I, so I mean, he makes it very. He's very awkward, and he makes it very easy because take away the governing from him for a second. Like, let's just mm-hmm. break him down as a person. He's very awkward. He's very weird. Um, I, I don't see like, he doesn't have like, you know, you have your, I guess, originality, you know, everybody has their thing, I guess. And you he's know, Trump you know, wish.com. What's that? He's Trump from wish.com. He's Trump from wish.com. He's like, he, yeah, it, I get, yeah. Because he copies all of his mannerisms, and he did early on with the hand movements and the ways he speaks to the press and stuff. But there's just also something... a lot of his policies that he tries to pawn off as his own, right? But there's there's definitely just something that um, it, I, I'm off put. Just again, he's not genuine to me at all. And yes. I've I've talked to people that have been around him. I've talked to a couple of people that. Uh, worked for him briefly and nobody has nice things to say about him as far as him as a person or like a politician like on a he's very pompous um uh very ego very ego driven like most politicians typical Yale yuppie yeah I mean you know listen there there are so many things with with what's going on with the whole DeSantis Trump thing I Go ahead. No, go ahead. I said I'd be very interested because this is something that I've wondered about Ron DeSantis. Even when I really enjoyed Ron DeSantis and I called him Big Dick Ron, <laughs> um, he was a Yale member and he was part of the St. Emma's uh, uh, secret society over there. But those are things that they published. I'd be very interested because they stopped publishing, I think, in 1998, the member list of uh the skull and bones at Yale. Yeah. I'd be very interested to see if he was a bonesman and I would not be surprised at all. Um you know bold- huh no me neither absolutely it's I mean the amount of world leaders and politicians and important men have come out of that secret society is astounding. And it, uh I, the way that that his strategy is going the way he's playing the people, because because if it turns out, I got, the more and more things play out, the more and more establishment he seems like his trip to Israel, uh, you know the ban the ban the ban the the ban on anti-Semitism, like literally literally, uh, stopping speech. He is in Florida. He is uh, doing he is doing everything that he's being advised that he should do, 
for optics for obviously to attract the right people, of course, the, the right donors, but he's just he's he's missing the mark everywhere. He's not. He's backed by Paul Ryan, Jeb Bush, Carl Rove, people that we despise. Like if he was doing this on his own, like if he wasn't being uh, uh, pushed by these people and, and endorsed by these people, I'd have a little bit more respect for him. And not only that, I'd, I'd uh, wouldn't despise him like I do now um, because these are the establishment people that we've been fighting against in the Republican Party for decades now. You know, you see, you see Dick Cheney, Liz Cheney re, retweeted Dick Cheney's uh, uh, talking points with this fucking cowboy hat, probably shooting somebody in the back in the back while he's hunting again. Yeah. Uh, but I, these these are the exact rhinos, the exact establishment Republicans that we've been trying to stand against the entire time. And you're telling me that because you don't like mean tweets or because Donnie couldn't win in 2020. Uh, we need to move on and we need to go to, to Ron DeSantis who's right. backed by all these establishment rhinos. Come on. You know, the, the talking points on Twitter from the, you know, the DeSantis camp uh, or how I like to call it the DeSwamp camp. He's Ron DeSwamp. That that's, that's my sanctimonious meatball Ron. I hope I, white, my man, white memes is, is listening yeah. in. He's been making some S tier meatball Ron. Oh, is, memes. He, is he on? Uh, he might be, uh, he might be tuned uh, in on Fox. So I don't know. I haven't seen him yet, but okay, he tunes in from time to time. Um, but he's going to come on the show. He, he's, he's going to come on the show and, and, and chop it up with us. Uh, talk some meatball Ron with us. So it's, you know, like, all right, I'm not, I'm not a sports fan, but nope. sports like, ball is so, not for Alan. No. And it's, it's, it's stupid. So I used to be a hockey fan back in the day. I like the Rangers, you know, I'm from Long Island. Islanders are just boring hockey. Rangers is always cool hockey to watch so but there's like this stigma when you have a certain team and you it's not so much that you dislike the team but you hate the stereotypical fan that likes that team like the rangers get that like oh i don't hate the rangers i hate the ranger fans because they're so they're such assholes right the jets and giants get that a lot right so it's almost so i don't right now as we are right now I, I don't despise Ron DeSantis. I despise the Ron DeSantis fans who are shitting on Trump and shitting on Trump supporters and 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 acting like the left with all of their talking points with no validity to any of them, just straight out. There most of these paid shills on Twitter in the in the in the DeSwamp camp are all daily getting emailed bullet points by Christina Peshaw and all these others, like the John Cardildo, the Bill Mitchell, all these guys, Pedro Gonzalez or whatever. They're all getting their, their daily email points saying, hey, just put all this out, put all this out. Positive DeSantis, negative Trump, negative Trump, positive DeSantis. The thing is, like, if you want to just get down to it's primary season, it's it's no holds barred. You got to tear each other apart. It's the way it is, it's the way it has to be, it is, that's, that's it. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump is coming out, you know, Agenda 47. It legit is like a unbelievably robust policy, you know, from foreign to domestic. And he's putting it out there in videos. I like what he's doing. Love it. It's a giant soul job as it is. 
Yeah, and I don't think Ron DeSantis is going to have anything better or different to counter that to set himself apart. And I think he has too much working against him. And really, Florida, who loves him as a governor, winning by almost 20%, great. The second time, remember the first time he wouldn't have won if Donald Trump didn't step up. He made it to the to the uh, past the primaries, right? So, like, he he ran for governor to protect Florida, to keep Florida that free state that it became and is, for the most part. And now he's you can't say any anti-Semitic remarks or you get arrested. I mean, he adds bulls, and and he literally is not. He's not running for president yet. Like he's not running, but he's running a shadow campaign and he's doing this weird not book tour over going to visit foreign nations and yeah. So it's he's he's running for president, but he's not running for president. He hasn't announced. So I I don't know how to I just I can't put my finger on it. I don't I don't trust any of it. I don't like what he's doing, but Florida in general, people in Florida, you you should be upset that this guy is doing what he's doing and not focusing on Florida. And I get it all. He was just elected. Yeah, I mean, he was just he was just reelected, right? And he should fulfill his obligation to the people of Florida who elected him bigly, Mm -hmm. who reelected him bigly, who made sure that he got in. He was shitty on the debate stage, you know, during his election. He was, you know, he just, he was not good. He's not a good debater. He's, he lost his cool. Just, they were asking him about uh, some, uh, where the hell was he? Was he England? Wherever the hell he is now. Some reporter asked him um, about a rumor or a source told them that when he was a Jag officer at Guantanamo Bay, that he witnessed war crimes and did nothing about it and he blew up at the reporter and said that's bs blah 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 and then deflected about the narrative and stuff don't know if it's true don't know if it's not true whatever it is but he 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 cracked under pressure from that one question yeah he, he he was not composed at all no no he was not a and now granted we know donald trump has carried on about stuff but yeah, but he doesn't get like uh, he emotional or no, he doesn't. Like Donald Trump keeps control. He may rant, he may, but he keeps control. Like Ron DeSantis, he gets deer in a headlights look. He starts doing the robblehead, and the, the or the Ronald, whatever you want to call it. And uh, and he, he starts stuttering a little bit. He starts like getting a little disheveled, and and, and uh, you can tell because. A lot of the things that he talks about, it's all scripted points. Like he's he's given these talking points. He probably practices them in the mirror. That's probably what he does. I wouldn't be surprised. And Jill, Jill, Jill DeSantis is probably watching there, reading the script to make sure he's got it right. No, Ron, put a little bit more inflection in your voice yeah. here when you say this and use your hands like this. I can already see it happening. And And he's not, listen, Ron DeSantis is not going to do anything as far as trying to battle bureaucracy in government. He's not going to try to work to make government smaller and less restrictive. I'm not saying he's looking to, I'm not saying he's looking to make the government more restrictive or anything like that. But what I mean is when you hear the term 
and I hate using it because it's so overusing and cliche now. And Donald Trump uses a deep state. Like he just said, he's in New Hampshire. We're going to obliterate the deep state. Donald Trump was on his way to exposing and changing things. When you say deep state, what do you mean? It's unelected bureaucrats in government. And it's not the politicians. The politicians, it is, but, it, but, it, but it is working hand in hand with the unelected bureaucrats. Yes, it's, it's no, it is the unelected bureaucrats and they are using the elected politicians as their chess pieces. All right. They're, they're, oh, that's it. A you lot, know, a lot of the politicians are in on the game, though. Yes, like a, lot, they a lot have, of them are, are very because they see the, the money. They see the money. They see the power. They see everything. So it's not a conspiracy. It's the, it's facts. That's how government works. Whether it's nepotism, what do you do for me? What are you doing for him? What are you doing for this mm-hmm. one? And that that's how it works. You know. Trump was on his way to battle that with legislation. So literally the president has power to fire certain bureaucrats. It goes into this argument where uh, the, the, the swamp squad is like, well, Donald Trump handed the country over to Dr. Fauci when he could have fired him. And that is false. No sitting president could have fired Dr. Fauci. He's not a he's not a a presidential appointment. All right, he's if if he's been sitting there for forty years as a the highest paid civil servant employee of the federal government, no one could fire him. Ron DeSantis wouldn't have fired him. Nobody was able to fire the guy, and that's the problem: is the is the unelected bureaucrats that aren't accountable to the people. It, that's the deep state, and that's yes. what Donald Trump wants to attack. Ron DeSantis wouldn't even know where to start with that because the people behind him and advising him and who would be on his cabinet and his senior advisors would not even permit that. And are a part of the deep state, in my opinion. Well, I, I, listen, it, it's I'm, maybe not all of them, but whatever. But that's I'm sure a lot of them, and that's why. That's why they would not allow it. So – Listen, I agree, I agree with you. I hundred percent agree with you. I just, I also, I think, uh, you know, a lot of these politicians are career politicians and have been in office for decades and have been a main reason why these bureaucrats have been able to gain so much power and have been able to get into the positions that they're in because they're probably like, Oh, Hey, I'll put you in this spot. You just do it. I need you to do kind of thing. Well, they all, um, and they all it, it does go hand in hand, uh, but now it's 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 been sewn so so tightly into our the fabric of our government mm-hmm. that new people coming in, and I'm and we see this happen all the time, where they campaign on being for the people. They're going to do this, that, and the other, and all of a sudden they get in and they completely change their tune. They don't vote or uh, uh, keep their promises that they made when they were campaigning. They they side with the establishment in many cases, I and I'm sure yeah. I'm sure it's because it's either blackmail, uh, a fat suitcase of money shows up on their desk, um, you know, so many different things that could variables that could get newly elected congressmen and women elected officials to play the game and follow their role and then eventually be a part of the swamp. And if you play the game well enough, they'll, they'll promote you. They'll give you a better position. You go from Congressman to Senator. Oh, you, you, you follow, you followed all, all the things that we need you to do while you were a Congressman. Let's make you a Senator. Now. The issue is, 
again in politics, is all of the different levels of money. You know, short of actually somebody walking into somebody's office with a suitcase full of cash, it's the same as, well, my nonprofit needs this legislation not to pass or to pass. And when you're, I guess you can even use the word blackmail, like if you vote a certain way and you're able to uh, convince colleagues to vote along with you, then yeah, I will hold that fundraiser for you and you will end up with a $400,000 donation into your campaign. Mm-hmm. Because realize here's the issue too. And I've, I've, I've spoke to members of Congress about this and people who have run for Congress. It's you have two year terms when you're elected and you get in, you literally have to, like they all had to announce in the middle of March if they were running. They, they just got into office if they were filing and running for re-election again. And already, like within weeks of their two-year term as a house rep, have to start campaigning and fundraising, mm-hmm. whether it's yes, events, whether it's, you know, just throwing out the the win red, you know, link and everything else. Like they ha- and the, because they have to every quarter, you know, you, you got a, a – a certain uh, amount you have to raise so that like if there's matching funds or so that the party can, will, will, will uh, uh, contribute like literally there's so much. It's like, it's like their time has to be split almost evenly, which is a shame that they have to worry about campaigning, get reelected that half their time is spent doing that rather than actually legislating. And it's not their fault. It's this is what has to be done because it's the system. It's the system that they're in. And this is something that I think uh, is a pretty simple fix. And we've been saying for years now that it needs to happen. Term limits would solve a lot of this. Because maybe, maybe, maybe you have to campaign for your first real, your, your reelection. But then after you get in for your reelection, you have those next couple years to just work and to, to, to actually do what you campaigned on. Well, it depends on how you do, because there's a difference. Like if you, you can have term limits, but that means when they're talking term limits, they're not talking about the length of time before you run again. So like, if they say, like, when you hear term limits, they're like, all right, the House seats are two years. So uh-huh. you can run, a lot of them, it's three times. So you do six years in as a House rep. And then in Senate, which is six-year terms, oh, you can run three times in the House. And then when you're done, run for Senate, and you can do another 12, two terms, six terms. So in, in essence, you can do a whole career in Congress in the two Houses. You can do your mm-hmm. six and then you could do another twelve, you know, as as a, as limits. But yes. you're still it doesn't really break the. All right, I have to spend half my time campaigning in the house because you only have the two year terms. Which it's not a that's not a, a complete solution, but it would definitely no. make make it a lot easier for a lot of these people to uh, accomplish things while they're in office and not have to worry about campaigning as much. Yeah. Um, and it would weed out, I think, over time, 
a lot of these swamp creatures that are career politicians, the Nancy Pelosi's, the Chuck Schumer's, the cocaine Mitch McConnell's, uh, these people that have been in office for literal decades and are a major reason why we're in the situation we're in right now because of the policies that they've brought forth and passed. And yet you have to wonder where some of these policies come from because I always go back to that deep state and unelected bureaucrats that even though they're not supposed to are actually like crafting policy and shoving it down elected officials next throats to get to get uh, presented bills being drafted right so like um like take and then you have to look at some of these people that get cabinet positions like look at uh, Alejandro Mayorkas uh, secretary of, of homeland security who's complete derelict of uh, uh, dereliction of duties i mean he he's destroyed the southern border and he's literally he's been a, a government bureaucrat for I think between 30 and 40 years, just jumping from department to department all over the government until now he's finally a cabinet member. He's the secretary of Homeland Security. Like mm-hmm. he's somebody that needs to be, you know. Or, or, or look at the new story that just, just broke out, Secretary Blinken, who literally only has his position because he uh, covered for the Hunter Biden laptop because he knew on that Hunter Biden laptop – Hunter Biden was fucking his wife, so he was being cucked by Hunter Biden just to get his position. That's what it's looking like. I'm I'm curious to see what else comes out. Like literally, Hunter Biden was was banging Blinken's wife while he was traveling and other things. And there were situations where Blinken's wife was desperately trying to get in, in touch with Hunter Biden, and Blinken was was uh, involved in literally getting 51 intelligence officials to lie on a memo to say hunter biden was russian disinformation and they just lying and coordinated it was all lies and it was all coordinated by the biden administration through the secretary of state anthony blinken that- this was before this he was the secretary of state he, this is right, while but- they were campaigning so he- right, but-, but it was all set up it was all yes. so he they knew what he was going to be Mm-hmm. Like they knew it's classic quid pro quo. Hey, Anthony Blinken, this you is, do this. We'll give you this. This is classic treasonous election interference. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the 51 intelligent. So this is what I'm curious is going to happen because I'm, I'm hoping that they're, they're going to start. Maybe the, maybe the Republicans are going to have a house hearing on this. Where are the 51 intelligence officials that are on that letter? That's the same letter that literally on the debate stage, Joe Biden said, yeah, we had 51 intelligence officials say that, that was the laptop was Russian disinformation. Four it was former a, heads of the CIA, he said. Yep. So these 51 names, I don't even know if these 51 names are public. But, well, well I, could, I bet we can guess a couple. I'm sure it's the Brennans, the Clappers. Uh, yeah, but now wh- where are they? Are they going to be brought in, sworn under oath by a House committee and say, what's up with this memo? Is know. it truthful or is it not? Didn't one of them already come out and say, yeah, I already knew. I knew it was fabricated. I'm pretty sure one had already come out and said, we, I, already, I knew when I signed this memo that it was fabricated. Um, and they signed it anyway. I mean, this would, this, would be, this would be a great public hearing to hear under oath. Like if they subpoenaed Hunter Biden, if they subpoenaed Secretary yeah. Blinken's wife, if they subpoenaed Secretary Blinken, like 
hey, were you banging the sec- uh, Tony Blinken's wife? Like, like it would, it would be, it, listen. Hysterical. It's bizarre. And right now I think they're, so I'm, I'm wondering if, if, if Anthony Blinken is now enraged at Hunter Biden because it's very interesting how at the same time the DOJ is considering four, I think, federal charges against Hunter Biden from, I think, taxes, the gun charge, I don't know what the other two are that they were looking into. And I'm wondering if uh I'm wondering if Blinken's like he wants that to happen now because maybe he's pissed off about his wife or something. But yeah, just, I'm sure he knew about his wife while it was happening. I'm sure he's he did. Too. Sick I'm fucks. Sure. Like, I bet you he watched Hunter Biden bang his wife. Like I really wouldn't be surprised. These people are sick. They're evil fucks and I, and they're into this weird fucking shit. And uh, and maybe maybe it was a thing like Hunter Biden was into his wife and was and and Tony Blinken wanted a promotion. He was like, I want to I want to move up in government, and this is this was his path to do it. This is what he had to do. He had to let Hunter Biden smash out his wife. Like, there's so many different scenarios that could have played out uh, as to why that happened. And there's no way you could tell me that he's not the secretary of state because of the work that he did interfering in the election in 2020. Oh, and, sure. And and I'll tell you right now, if they do do a a hearing, a public hearing, a, I, I I'm really excited and I'm hoping that they do a church style committee, uh, like they did in the 70s. It's just gonna be. I'm listen. It's it, I'm sure it'll. If they even do something, they'll do like they've been doing with all like the weaponization committee. They'll have them all come in. But you know what? I'm waiting to hear. I haven't looked to see if there's any any uh. Republican uh, committee members um, of substance saying what they're going to do with it. I mean, this kind of just broke this Hunter Biden Blinken thing, I think, in the last day or two. Yeah. So, I mean. Well, they're asking about Hunter in in Congress right now. I think they were talking to the the head of the ATF and they were saying um, they were asking how 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 many years isn't it? Isn't it five to ten years uh, for owning an illegal firearm or what? not registering your firearm. I don't know. Maybe federally, and, I don't know. The max. And, and and the ATF agent was like, uh, yeah, that's a that's a federal offense and it's actually a 15 year minimum sentence. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Well, how come uh Hunter Biden is still walking free and hasn't been charged? He wrote in his book and he quoted the book like how he was he he had the gun charge yeah. and, uh and was doing all these drugs. He's like, Why is Hunter Biden still running free? And all of a sudden the Democrats start freaking out. Point of order, point of order, of all this, all this nonsense. And uh and they let him actually keep the statement. They wouldn't let the, he didn't withdraw and and the statement stood. And and it, it's it's good to see that these people are getting grilled and this is being questioned. And uh I, I love when cool shit is put in uh is put into congressional record like um Congressman Troy Nels, big cigar guy. He uh they he went after uh Eric Swalwell. Yes, and, I uh, saw that. He 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 knew he got under his skin and he he said, "Well, we know, you know, Mr. Swalwell has a checkered past." And the moment he said that Eric Swalwell was like, "Well, you, you just can't say that." And then he says, "You know, you were you having relations with Yum Yum." He called yep. her Yum Yum in the congressional record. And then Jerry Nadler started going crazy, and Eric Swalwell literally was like, "You right on the right on the air on the microphone. You can't just say that shit, bro." Like it was hilarious. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I can. Yeah, yeah, I can. Yeah, I, can. I mean, and I just it, did. 
they may they may literally you know try to withdraw it but it'll actually just be in the congressional record that it was said like it's there but neither here nor there it's it's i'm curious to see if they're going to because now it's going to be crazy that if joe biden is going to be running for president which he says he you know he already announced uh if any charges are going to come from you know you know, Hunter with the firearms or whatever, and then to, to, to see to see what happens with it. I mean, they're they're actively saying that they're considering. I, I don't know what the four charges are. These these four charges. I know one of them was something with the taxes, unpaid taxes or something, and then the other I think was a firearm, the the firearm thing, and I don't know what the other. The other one has to do with the child support. It could be. It could be. Yeah, it could be. But um, anyway. With the, wanted, hooker, with the hooker that he said he didn't have a kid with and the DNA test and he still denied it and was court ordered to accept that it was his kid. And then isn't she like a Russian hooker. So was she Russian or something like that? I don't know if she was a Russian hooker. She was, she was a oh. hooker. So yeah. go ahead. And I, I, I was going to say, I wouldn't be surprised if there's more Biden Hunter Biden children running around right now. You would think if it was known, like if they knew, not, not. I'm saying like women who might have said I've been. Yes and no, but if five. they've they've been paid off and signed NDAs, like uh, there's there's also that possibility. Yeah, yeah but at, at this point in time, you know, t- take whatever you signed and throw it out the fucking window and come out because once you come out publicly, you got well, to be fair. To be fair, new new news broke: a whistleblower of the Biden crime family has gone missing. Yeah, this guy, yeah, yeah, he was gonna come out and he was he supposedly was one of the ones involved in paying it was like a five million dollar payment or something like that. I believe it was. Um I actually gone missing. All of a sudden he just he's gonna blow the whistle and then he goes missing. Well I mean are you are you surprised? (laughs) I'm not but but I'm just pointing this out for people that may be the people that are still sitting here watching this story and like, yeah, that's normal. Well, yep. You know, whistleblowers just go missing. They're going to blow the whistle about payments that the Biden family received from nefarious people, probably in China or Ukraine. <coughs> yeah, I was trying to see if um, I thought I had something on that earlier and I. I, I, you know, I was, I was looking at it earlier and I thought maybe I took a screenshot of it, but then I might've, uh, I might not have. Might've had a retard moment. No, I, you know, I took a screenshot of the, um, of, uh, I have the article here. It was a, which was something else I was going to bring up. Uh, Supreme court justice Alito says he thinks he knows who leaked the Dobbs draft on abortion ruling, but I don't think he, has come out to say what he thinks, but he um he says he knows he he knows who leaked the Dobbs draft he, he's um to Politico last year, and yeah he I didn't see this yeah he it came out uh, and yeah and what is he gonna do? like something has to be done about this this is this is so illegal and if you know who it is it's a Supreme Court justice I mean literally that leak made the Supreme Court justices targets of assassinations. Assassination attempts. Yes, attempts. 100%. Okay. You know, so. Um, that, that leak put every, not, not just 
the Supreme Court justices' lives, but their families' lives in danger as well because they were outside their homes. They were at their private residences yeah. going nuts. And, and uh, uh, there was court rulings in the states that they were in that they were allowed to do this legally. Meanwhile, it's a federal offense to pick I mean, yeah. a, a judge at their home or a court. So this literally said – so when they, they had put out a report um, cause they had done an, an investigation and it, um, hold on. So the, it, the report said that the leaker could not be found and that new protocols for drafts had been put in place. 97 Supreme court staffers were interviewed and signed sworn affidavits under penalty of perjury, denying being the Dobbs draft leaker. But justice Alito said, despite the report, he likely knows who the leaker is. He also said the leaker's motive was to stop the Supreme Court from overturning Roe v. Wade, obviously. Um, he said that the marshal, who was the one investigating the Supreme Court marshal, did a good job of the resources that were available to her, agrees that the evidence was insufficient for a public accusation. And he says, in quote, I personally have a pretty good idea who was responsible, but that's different from the level of proof that is needed to name somebody. And then he said that he's certain about the motive. It was part, again, of an effort to prevent the Dobbs draft from becoming the decision of the court. Um, and then that's why it was used, like, basically for six weeks for people on their on their campaign and protest to intimidate the court. Um, and those assemblies, again, outside justice homes are completely unlawful. They're against federal law. Nothing was done. Nothing was done. Um well, I'd be very interested to see if Chief Justice Alito has people looking into the the. He's not, his, the, chief, he's not the Chief Justice. Or not chief, I, I'm not, I shouldn't say Chief. John Roberts is the Chief yeah. Justice, but Justice uh, Alito should, I'm sure, have people looking into his suspicions and trying to find some solid proof. He really can't. It's not his place to do it. It's the Supreme Court's marshal to do all internal investigations of the Supreme Court. Like a judge just can't decide he's going to launch an internal investigation on his own. I understand that, but I'm sure there's a possibility he might be having a conversation or two with some people. Right. But uh, even if even if he knew or found out for certainty who it was, you still have to meet the burden of proof to bring it to somebody to bring it to life yes. saying, here's the proof. So absolutely. Absolutely. But I wouldn't be surprised if he he's, he's got somebody looking into his suspicions. Cause I wonder how he came to those suspicions in the first place. I just find it weird that that, that story ran on multiple uh, outlets that, Oh, Justice Alito says he knows who leaked the Dobbs draft. So, is there going to be a follow-up? Like, did anybody ask him, well, who did it? He's obviously not going to no say, one, you know, because that, that's asking that question, Alan. They don't want to know. They, they, they know very well. I'm sure the media even knows who did it at this point. Uh, they just, you know, because they leaked it to the media. Um, so insiders in the media know who gave him the leak. Well, they, they know, like, Politico got it. I mean, it, it I don't know, because if they knew, that would be, you're talking – you know, journalists are are run by you know um, ego and 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 look look what I broke. I mean, I think it would be very difficult for a journalist who knew who the actual leaker was within the Supreme Court without doing some sort of expose reporting it because you're talking like Pulitzer Prize winning journalism there 
and all of these doors that open up for you. If, if Alan, if, if it was 10 years ago, I'd say I a hundred percent agree with you, but after the Pulitzer prize winners for the Russia, Russia, Russia guard, like it's all fake and gay. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's fake and gay because you say it's fake and gay. It's not to them. That yeah, means I, I, something to, to, I, I, to that I think, world. I, I think a lot of those articles are ha- handpicked well, uh, to put people in positions. They're like, "Hey, listen, I'll give you. A, we'll give you a Pulitzer Prize if you write an article about this, this, and this, well, and frame it in a way like this." But and, also, if if you, but yeah, I, I, yes, but I'm but I'm saying journalists who found journalists, they're. Very hard, unless it, it, it's a it's a trusted source. Very hard for them to not want to brag about reporter, Alan. What's look that? at the look at the ABC reporter who mm-hmm. James O'Keefe caught in a hot mic talking about or blew the whistle put out on the hot mic talking about how she had the Epstein story in 2013. Right, she had it all. Clinton, Prince Andrew, she had it all, mm-hmm. and ABC shelved it they wouldn't let her talk about it hey they wouldn't let her talk about it so so again again even if someone did have this story Mm -hmm. even if someone knew and could put it out in a story they would never see the light of day anyway because it would be shelved by the higher-ups unless they took that story to somebody else because then you have another leak like it's possible, right. but I then again, you 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 bring that you bring that story to the higher ups, and the higher ups are are really trying to keep a lid on this. They give you an incentive to keep your mouth shut. It has to be a really good incentive. I just I just know I just know how journalists work, and you know it's it, you can pay them, but there's always there's always something else like the like I. I I don't care if today's media when journalists aren't really journalists, like the only true journalist that that still exists is is sitting in prison right now, and his name is Julian Assange. Right, but that's the only true journalist left. They're all fake. They're all they're all nonsense. Like they're not journalists, man. I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the people like sitting behind you know news desks, news you know news actors. I'm talking about boots on the ground. Some of these field journalists out there that are like moles looking for any type of story that's going to help elevate their career. You know, you can't keep anything secret in journalism. It, it, it just, it's, it's, it's very, it's very difficult. Eh, whatever. It, it, it is what it is. It's um, pretty good at keeping a lot of things secret in journalism. No, you know, you're missing my point. I'm talking about the, the, the lowers that the, 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 yeah, the bottom of the barrel journalists yeah. that are trying yeah. to make 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 a break. Yes, yeah, I'm not I'm not talking about these huge outlets, and they, a lot of them get intimidated. A lot of them get threatened. Like, no, we're not doing this. You'll never work in journalism again. Yes, all that happens, and then at some point, sometimes you get that whistleblower, or you get that, hey, I'm just all right. Well, maybe this. I know this outlet yeah. would run it, and they end up getting it. Oh, I don't know how they got it. Someone else must. Yeah. The heads of the New York Times and big journalists just had like a big meeting recently. And like they were a speaking engagement in front of probably like a hundred people. And one gentleman stood up to ask a question and absolutely grilled them about Nord Stream Pipeline. Oh yeah. Yeah. I saw that. Grilled them about what's going on and he's calling them out about everything that they were wrong about. He put them on blast and just kept going and going, and they had nothing to say. Like these, oh, they threw the guy out. He even he even talked about it. He's like he's like, what happened to you? Like 
You guys are supposed to be journalists. You guys are supposed to be breaking these stories. Like this is the biggest story ever. And no one's saying a word about what's happening or how it happened or the fact that our president is directly involved in putting us at war in world war three situations. Like these are, these are major, major stories and, and they're crickets. So journalism is completely, completely controlled at this point. In my opinion, every aspect of mainstream media is completely controlled. And absolutely mainstream mainstream media is dead. That's why you have all these alternate uh, alternative outlets. Even, even even a lot of the alternate outlets, they've they've been uh bought, they've been uh swayed. Not everyone, but Not I everyone. Know. listen, there are so many independent journalists out there that aren't working for a specific outlet. All these freelancers, like well, these, now, now with YouTube, yes, but like a lot of the ones that get really, really big, they get approached. And you can see narrative changes in many cases. It, it happens all the time. It happens all the time. And you know people get, get, get bought and sold. And we're seeing all these paid shills come out on Twitter now. We're seeing them come out on all of these channels. And, and, and the Democrats have been doing it for a while. Like, look, look at this guy... Uh, Harry Sison or whatever his we'll name. Get into is. Him. I don't. I don't want to get into him now because I, I want to. I, I want to play those videos and 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 shit on him later. I I I actually I want to just before that I want to get into, um, the whistleblower, the HHS whistleblower. Yeah, Ta- Tara uh, Rhodes or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, like I, I Harry Hisson was this who's a Gen Z. I don't know. I don't even know how old he is. It looks like he's like eighteen. Yeah, he's a he's a jerk off cuck little gen z you know biden lover because he's making money and and there's a couple of them there's him there's another one um uh chris mowry is his name and other little yeah, they work together yeah they, 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 they work together they make these rants on twitter and they look like they're they're uh they're either um jerking off ghosts with their hand motion and all this stuff they're, they're wild so the um when, when James O'Keefe was still with Project Veritas, he had done an interview with this woman. This She worked for HHS, um, Human Health Services, uh, Tara Lee Rodas, and she finally got to testify in front of um, the Judiciary Committee, I believe it was, um, and literally exposed how she the kids were being... Um, abused and trafficked on sex slavery yeah on the on our dime you know with with, you know taxpayer taxpayer funds um ultimately basically what she pretty much exposed and we're gonna listen to the her testimony in a second it's It's something that alan we've had natalie on and we've 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 discussed this jason and and brandy came Mm -hmm. on with us and discussed this a couple months ago we were talking about this exact uh, when James O'Keefe yep. had her on and uh, Jason and Brandy confirmed it. Nat- Natalie confirmed it because they've seen it themselves. They've been down to the border and they've been talking about this for, for years now. And it's amazing to see that it's finally hitting congressional records and getting in front of the right people where people are actually seeing it. And I, and I've been saying for weeks, Alan, that the court of public opinion is the most important thing. 
And if we get people outraged at what's going on and there's enough people pissed off, that's when we can actually make some change. It's just a matter of keeping people engaged and interested enough to really care because, you know, be, all right, I'll make this point before we, we, we get into actually watching this a little bit because I, I want to I talk about like the process of this whole trafficking thing. So it, it's like the average middle-class American is so bogged down because we have a shitty economy from, you know, high gas prices, you know, your taxes between, you know, heating your home, uh, groceries, you know, eggs and, and fucking milk and all of these other things that regular Joe Blow American has to worry about in order to live hopefully somewhat comfortably and not struggle too much or work to struggle Mm-hmm. and keep a, ha- a roof over their heads and their families' heads and food on the table where, right, the court of public opinion is very important. Here's the problem, though. It's like design. They are successfully destroying everything in our country to make the American middle class struggle. Because, listen, American lower class does not care about any type of political issue out there that the extreme lower class they don't especially when the government is footing the bill right for a lot of everything that they have the middle class and and the higher class they're in their ivory towers what do they care for you know pretty much every bad decision is going to make them money anyway one way or another because that's just what they do but the middle class who they want to completely destroy and obliterate yep has to struggle so literally their struggle, the, the the rat race, and it, what the, what the struggle in the rat race is, is a complete distraction over things like whistleblowers in HHS blowing the whistle on kids getting raped, tortured, and killed that the government is paying for. Oh, that sounds like a, a conspiracy theory. And then the only time, because most of these struggling people in the rat race don't have the time to sit and look for alternative sources of media or podcasts and have that free time. Yes. And because they're working where they're not going to hear people like Tara Lee Rhodes talk about the government, the corruption, financing with our tax money, the trafficking of children. Okay. So it's like, let's distract the middle class with all of this shit as much as we can pour on them to make them just squeal, squeeze them for everything they got. We don't want them owning homes anyway. They're not going to care what we're doing as far as legislation, laws, executive orders, what's going on at the border, the economy, immigration, trade. They don't give a shit what China and Russia are doing. All they know is the little blips of that 15 minutes that they might have as a break and they can flip on MSNBC and and, and listen to them talking about how so important it is for us to get involved in this war in Ukraine and how so important it is to send billions of dollars there because we're helping people and that's what America is all about. And then back to work. Oh, but but what about... What about the 85,000 missing migrant kids out of the 345,000 that came over the border? What about them? 
They don't, mm-hmm. they don't hear about that because nope. they're busy working at the butcher. They're busy in, in, in the plumbing it's truck. It's not on the mainstream news. And, and you're, you're 100% right, Alan. You're, you're, this is something that I've talked about for years. You know, most people work 40 to 80 hours a week. When they get home from work, they don't want to sit down and like, let's research on my own and, 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 and look up all this stuff that's going on in government and read all these documents, watch all of these hearings on C-SPAN and see what the hell is going on. I want to come home. I want to crack open a beer. I want to watch the game and I'm going to go home. I'm going to go to sleep. I'm going to wake up, go back to work, come home, watch the game, put on Netflix, binge a show on the weekends. Maybe I'll, I'll go fishing or do something like that. I don't have time to do all this research. I say, I say this because my father's like this, like my father works 80 hours a week plus, And when he's done working, like he wants to watch the Yankee game and, and sit down and, and and have some cheese and crackers. Like, that's what my father wants to do. He doesn't want to sit down and watch all the shit that I'm sending him. Like, right. and, and here's the thing, though. We still have to send them this stuff. Like, this is where our role comes in. This is where people who listen to our show, like, if you, if you, if, 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 if you, want to make a difference and and get people to see this information that they're not seeing on the mainstream news, send this to your friends and family who don't see this. Send this video that we're about to play. It's all over the internet or clip our show and send it to your friends and family so they actually see it in congressional hearings that these are things that are happening. And then they'll say to themselves, why isn't this on the news? And then they'll start questioning that. And maybe a light bulb will go off. Maybe something like this where children are being trafficked at the border by our government on our tax dollars is something that will make a light bulb go off and be like, wait, why isn't this on the, it's, 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 it's being said in a congressional setting. Why isn't this on the news? And they'll start questioning things. So this is what our job is to share this, this kind of content with our friends and family, whether they want to hear it or not, maybe they watch it. Maybe a light bulb goes off. I think, I think what's important, most important too, is, is uh, the civil discourse that people need to have with their coworkers, their friends, their family, of yes. just, just, just take one issue and have a discussion about it and see who might know what or who has a view on what and see if you can learn from each other. Because I think there's, I think the American people are missing so much again by design because they're programmed not to go and seek out alternative views from real people that are just talking about it, you know, like, and, and, and this, this actually now goes back to, we will get to this. We will get to this in a second, but it, it now it all ties into, all right, not to get into the whole Tucker Carlson thing, but <laughs> I've, I've been talking about like, it's, it's just a quick point, you know, Fox news, which has been shit for a long time, really went downhill. Tucker Carlson was the conservative wise was the only the only avenue in mainstream cable broadcasting, cable news, that someone could get somewhat of, a, of an alternative view, and they took that away conveniently now going into the 2024 election. And there are people now, because he's actually not fired from Fox. He's still technically an employee. He's still under contract. They haven't paid him out on his contract yet. He's just out. Whoop. I don't know what happened there. So – Yes, that's that's what I heard so, as well. So so literally what what's what's happening is they're silencing him because they know of the platform that he has. 
because Fox is getting ready to align themselves. They're already aligned, but they're they're going to be going heavy. You'll see in the next couple of months, heavy DeSantis. They already are. You, but uh, but you, you're going to see it when he announces, I mean. You're going to see it. You're going to see him on Fox a lot. And here's the thing. The one place, the, I think the one place you'll see Donald Trump on Fox, if Rupert Murdoch allows it, and that's Boomer Sweats Hannity, but every time Hannity does an interview with Trump, it's complete shit. It's always a shit interview when Hannity's interviewing Trump. Hannity sucks. He's an establishment who, fuck as it is. Who More knows? Fun. Who knows yeah. if you'll even see that? So you'll see. Kate, listen, they're going to do the old playbook, cable mainstream news. It's if Biden's running and he's the nominee, it's making him look good and selling him. And Fox will be out of the. They'll be pro DeSantis, like like and it's going to get worse. I agree with you, but before we get on this 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 tangent uh, about Fox and Tucker and DeSantis and how they're going to start pushing that, because I 100% agree with you, it's going to get much worse. Let's show this video of the HHS whistleblower. We will. Uh, We're gonna we're gonna get into that. I just 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 I I just want people to know and realize that Tucker Carlson is gone. Because they're just trying to take away anything and everything that might lead you to supporting the big bad bad orange man. That's 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 behind. That's one hundred percent. I think that's 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 a, that's a huge a huge part of it. And I also think that that Tucker is reporting too close to the sun, like his January sixth coverage. What he's saying about Hunter Biden. Like, there's a lot yeah. of things that he's covering. You don't um, want him talking about any of that. East Palestine, he covered pretty detailed, um, which again has gone out the window. The, the the classified documents he covered pretty detailed. So, like again, uh, these are all topics that they don't want anybody talking about. And he was the only one. And and I, I I've been saying the past couple of weeks, you got to give credit where credit is due. He's been talking about these hard hitting topics that these boomers need to hear. That are these Fox News watchers need to hear. So it's not some some crazy conspiracy that only people who are truly paying attention to what's going on. Yeah. No, um, you know, cause there still are so many head, so many headline researchers. There's so many uh, Fox news watchers that just take what they see at face value and just, Oh, that's, that's what's going on. And if it's not here, then it's not real. Right. Absolutely. So, all right, this woman get to know her name and remember her name. Tara Lee. Rodas. She worked for HHS, I believe, for about 19 years. She came out as a whistleblower, and she testified um, today in a congressional hearing. Or yes, no, I'm sorry, the other day, not today. Uh, I think maybe on the 26th around there. Um, and she's going to lay out in this video how the U.S. government is functioning, not functioned, is continuously functioning as the middleman and an unbelievable, massive child trafficking operation. And it's... um, It's disgusting. It's wild, and it's true. And right now, as we're speaking, because we're going to get into that too, because I believe it's uh, Senator Josh Hawley now is demanding some answers. There's about 85,000 missing children migrants that came over the southern border in our country. 85,000. I think it was the the numbers, about 345,000 that have come over. And 85, 84 to 85 are now deemed missing. So if you're in the Rumble chat, you're in the Facebook chat, we checked it because we had an, had an issue with the audio. You should be able to hear this. 
So just somebody in the um, in the chat, just let me know if you can hear it or if you can't hear it. It would help a lot. And uh, here we go. Good afternoon, Chairman McClintock, here. Ranking Member DePaul, and distinguished members of the committee. It is an honor to be here. I thank you for the invitation to share my testimony. My goal is to inspire action to safeguard the lives of migrant children, including the staggering 85,000 that are missing. Today, children will work overnight shifts at slaughterhouses, factories, restaurants to pay their debts to smugglers and traffickers. Today, children will be sold for sex. Today, children will call a hotline to report they are being abused, neglected, and trafficked. And we don't know if they're gonna get the help they need. For nearly a decade, unaccompanied children have been suffering in the shadows. And I have to confess, I knew nothing about their suffering until 2021, when I volunteered to help the Biden administration with the crisis at the Southern border. As part of Operation Artemis, I was deployed to the Pomona Fairplex Emergency Intake Site in California to help HHS Office of Refugee Resettlement reunite children with sponsors in the United States. I thought I was going to help place children in loving homes. Instead, I discovered that children are being trafficked through a sophisticated network that begins with recruiting in home country, smuggling to the US border, and ends when ORR delivers a child to a sponsor some sponsors are criminals and traffickers and members of transnational criminal organizations. Some sponsors view children as commodities and assets to be used for earning income. This is why we are witnessing an explosion of labor trafficking. Now, whether it's intentional or not, it could be argued that the United States government has become the middleman in a large scale, multi-billion dollar child trafficking operation that is run by bad actors seeking to profit off of the lives of children. As for me, my interest is the safety of the children. I do not view this as a political issue. I view this as a humanitarian issue. I assure you my motives are the highest and best. I want the children protected. So I wanna tell you some of what I witnessed personally at the Pomona Fairplex. I saw vulnerable indigenous children from Guatemala who speak Mayan dialects and cannot speak Spanish. That means they cannot ask for help in English. They cannot help for, ask for help in Spanish. They become captives of their sponsors. I have sat with case managers as they've cried to tell me the horror of what has happened to children as they make the journey to this country. I saw apartment buildings where 20, 30, and 40 unaccompanied minors have been released. I saw sponsors trying to simultaneously sponsor children from multiple ORR sites at one time. I saw sponsors using multiple addresses to obtain sponsorships of children. And I saw numerous cases of children in debt bondage and the child knew they had to stay with the sponsor until the debt was paid. Realizing that we were not offering the children the American dream, but instead putting them in modern day slavery with wicked overlords was a terrible revelation, a terrible revelation. These children are a captive victim population with no access to law enforcement or knowledge of their rights. They are extorted, abused, neglected. 
and that is why I blew the whistle in 2021. I witnessed firsthand the horrors of child trafficking and exploitation. My life will never be the same after what I saw, but I have hope because I'm counting on you. It's my hope that you'll take action to end this crisis, to safeguard the lives of most of these vulnerable children. People have asked me, you know, what can be done? What would you suggest? Well, first, I think HHS's number one priority is oversight. They must commit to oversight, transparency, and accountability. If I could wave a magic wand, this, I believe, could be quickly solved by experts in the IG community. There is a Pandemic Analytics Center of Excellence, or the PACE, as we call it. I believe if data analysts at the PACE could look at the data, children could be rescued, criminals could be prosecuted, if the PACE had access to this data, it shows where the children are and who has them. I think also we need to change the culture of speed over safety. Speed is the wrong performance measure when dealing with children. We need to revamp the vetting process of sponsors and have case managers who have investigative backgrounds, data analytics backgrounds, some certified fraud examiners. And I think we need to reimagine a system where the sponsor is the accountable party. Sponsors should be required to report to ORR. And lastly, stop retaliating against whistleblowers. Stop retaliating against the people who are trying to tell the truth to save the children. As it is written, a wise man listens to advice while a fool continues in his folly. And HHS needs to be wise to care for these children. Thank, thank you very much. Good afternoon, Chairman so, McClintock. It's uh, it's hard to listen to, honestly. Yeah, uh, what's happening to these kids and the fact that that's even real. So this legit. So the Office of Refugee Resettlement, right? Like they're the ones. Like the kids come over, they get processed. And then it's the job of this ORR, as she called it, Office of uh, Refugee Resettlement, to bring the kids to these sponsors who the vetting process, it's like non-existent. It's very basic from what I understand. And that's that's what Natalie and Jason and Brandy said. And they're they're, you know, sponsors or, you know, also could be known as traffickers, pedophiles, criminals, whatever it is. Our members. And again, it's, it's, this is a, this is a, a billion dollar business. Um, you know, the cartels, the smugglers, there's something like since, since the, I think Biden took office, they have literally made over like $51 billion in their, in their enterprises. You know, you want to talk about a great economy, the cartel economy, the trafficking economy is great. Um, it's unbelievable. And she even said it's a sophisticated network. It's not like it's uh, just a couple of guys running people through the border. And this is like, you know, the a, a huge problem is you have American citizens who are who are involved in this, who are, are complicit, who are getting paid a lot of money to facilitate this, to maybe be sponsors. You know, you, you have... Um, you have kids being being put in these facilities with supposed sponsors who you know you'll get little girls and boys going into homes where there are in these places like 12 to 15 men living there you know, and, 
And again, like the, the, the kids are becoming commodities. Like, all right, are they going to be sold into sex? Are they going to be sold into crime? Are they going to be made to, you know, use as slave labor and like, yeah, like a, a slaughterhouse or something like that? Are they going to be, you know, do you have 15 year old boys coming over and you're going to make them, you know, pull petty crimes and stuff to, to be earners for, for whoever, you know, or, or sex slaves. And there's literally like 85,000, um, kids missing. Now, Josh Hawley, Senator Hawley, um, went crazy and he's, uh, calling for, FBI full scale probe into these 85,000 migrant children missing all all on the Biden regime's watch and literally the Biden regime Mayorkas that whole camp um they loosened the vetting requirements of course they did anyone anyone who blew whistles they were all retaliate against the whistleblowers Oh, how different that is compared to the previous administration. Uh, whistleblowers must be protected at all times. And uh, we still probably can't even say Eric Ciaramella's name. I mean, it's it's just crazy how literally the, the Biden regime completely um, ignored all the warnings that they received that these they call them UACs, unaccompanied uh, alien children that were released to adult sponsors, um, that there were warnings that they could end up in this giant pipeline of labor and sex trafficking. Um, All ignored, all ignored. So Josh Hawley wrote a letter to Christopher Christopher Ray, the FBI director, demanding him, urging him to, to launch an investigation. Now, me... Unfortunately, it's just because we have a piece of shit in the White House and we have pieces of shit in the administration um, and in and, and, and the cabinet and the whole regime. Like when you when you hear children and you have what she just said, they have access to the addresses that these supposed sponsors or wherever these places are that the kids were basically delivered to, like Office of Re- Refugee Resettlement, like delivered them to these places. And whether it's, whether it's whatever, whoever it is, whether it's the FBI, whether you have to activate National Guard, whether whoever it is, should immediately be kicking in the doors of every single one of these addresses, like the ones we saw during the Project Veritas James O'Keefe video where he actually physically went to the house and was talking to people mm-hmm. at these houses, yep. scooping up all the kids, finding these children, questioning people finding out what's going on i mean well i feel like i'm gonna pull an allen and 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 play a little devil's advocate because i agree i i would like to do that but again there are some sponsors that are actually real sponsors there are some sponsors that are good people um but so you know it'd be breaking a lot of constitutional laws and you know uh, what? Just to break in the door, but I, 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 if if I was the 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 guy running the show, I'd say fuck it. These are kids. Let's go in and uh. When and I I hear what you're saying, and normally I would agree. Normally that's you. Normally that's you. Like we have a constitution. We we have to follow because if they could do that to them, they could do this to anybody. Yeah, but here's the problem. 
it's the government. It's literally the government that's facilitating yes. bringing these kids to the sponsors. So with the, the first priority is locating as many children as possible and guaranteeing their safety. I mean, they're not American citizens, but they're children. They're mm -hmm. children that our government with our money is, is just trafficking around. And yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of great sponsors out there, but I don't think the great sponsors have any of these missing 85,000 kids out of 345,000 kids. So we have no. 85,000 kids. We at least have to, whether it's a record error and they're lost in the system and they're fine and okay. And we just lost track of them, which is possible in any type of government bureaucratic bullshit, you know, look, you know, things happen, but we know for certainty that there are sex trafficking, labor trafficking rings out there that are unbelievably organized and tremendous where I would say a, a very small, very, very small fraction of all of those missing kids are indeed safe. And I'm wondering how many of them are dead or how many of them are just complete and utter zombies being used as fuck toys. Oh, they're, drugged, they're drugged out. They're being raped. They're absolutely. And sold. Yeah, literally just yeah. Uh, let's chain this one to a wall in this room and also, then we'll just sell them, you know. It, it's also organ harvesting as well. They're killing and using them for organ harvesting. They're <laughs> sacrificing them. They're doing tons and tons of things. And this is this is when you hear the government's in, involved. Uh, I'm going to say what you said in the beginning of the show. Are, are you really surprised? Like, look at who our president is. Sniff, sniff chief commander over here. The guy who's sniffing kids all day. Uh, they're, they're all pedophiles, dude. Like, the reason why Epstein's, no one's looking into it, because they're all fucking involved. No one's asking questions. You know, here's the thing, too. Like, this just didn't start when Joe Biden took office. No, no. But because and this goes back to my point of deep state bureaucracy, unelected officials that are not accountable to the people. Yep. Where you the corruption runs deep in government for 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 decades and decades and decades and decades. You know, this isn't but when you have a regime that comes in and opens the border and and makes specific policies where it lessens things like vetting these these supposed sponsors and stuff. Yes, it is a direct effect of the decision-making and governing of this regime of how bad it's gotten, but I'm sure it's always been there at some scale. Oh, absolutely. You know? It was going on during the Obama administration. It's oh. been going on. I mean, look yeah. at like the, the, the rape trees that we found in the encampment we found in Arizona in McCain's, Arizona. Texas, like this is, I believe too. Huh? I believe there was a few in Texas too. Oh yeah, but there was a big encampment that went pretty viral right around the election that everybody was talking about. And they're showing videos. I forget who was down there doing the videos. Uh, it might even have been Project Veritas and James O'Keefe. It very might as well. It, it very. It, it might have been. It was probably James O'Keefe. Um, oh, neither here nor there. It, it. I mean, it happened, and it's um. It's 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 fucked up. Now now what are we? Because what she said needs to happen. There needs to be. Well, it's if Josh Holloway is actually going and pressing Christopher Ray, and, and nothing is being done, 
Well, he wrote uh, a he wrote a letter to him. Who even knows it? Who, need, who even knows if 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 uh, the the FBI is gonna gonna answer the letter? It's literally one of those things where like the, these these senators and congressmen will like they write letters to to Senator Mayorkas uh, uh, to Secretary Mayorkas all the time about the border. He doesn't even answer them. They'll write letters to the FBI director. They they go unanswered. Like I'm sure they do. They, why they why you bother? Why not subpoena them and bring them in? No, I mean they, for you know they can bring them in and ask them a bunch of questions, which I'm sure that's going to happen. I'm sure that I'm sure they're going to, but what, like, remember the, remember the FBI's response to uh, Bubba Watts or Bubba, what's his name is uh, for the NASCAR racer for the garage pulley that they thought oh, was yeah. a deuce. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Remember that response? Like where, where's the response for this? Where children, children are being trafficked. Cause I'm sure the FBI is involved. And he, sure this is all being done and covered up by the government. The government's heavily involved. There's players. Well, and- well, we know the government's involved. They're doing it, but now, but but here, like, we don't know. We don't know how deep it goes. We know. We know HHS is involved, and 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 what they're doing, and like, would you be surprised if the FBI is aware that this is going on? No, of course I wouldn't be surprised. But this is something like textbook is FBI jurisdiction because you have, you know, obviously it's federal, multiple states, the whole thing, state lines mm-hmm. and everything else. But now if the FBI can look into it, but like she said, there has to be some sort of oversight. Like who's, who's watching who, you know, you have your, your, your program running and who's making sure that they're watching over that program to make it run. And, and you can keep saying that, like, all right, but the, who's watching those people and who's watching those people? And then it comes to a point, can you not trust anybody anywhere? That's where we're at. That's but, that's that's where we're at, Alan. Can't it, it, it's the people like this woman who are coming forward and exposing it. Now, what, what the problem is when they retaliate against these whistleblowers and they're like, all right, so who else is going to come and, and, and corroborate her story? Well, she had the balls to do it. I don't know. Maybe nobody else has the balls to do it. Oh, well, then let's discredit her and call her a liar because she's one person. She's one person. Yeah. Well, but, they disappear another whistleblower like they just did. But it, 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 But it's great that, you know, it's coming out like this. But again, it's out there. People are seeing it. How long can we keep it out there? And what's the next step? All right. And Josh Hole, he's he wrote a letter to Chris Ray. Hopefully, he actually has him come in and speak at a hearing about what's going on with this. Because I would not want to be the FBI director having to answer those questions. Like, and I oh, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to be the FBI director and have to figure out a way to dance around those questions. Like you you're you're talking about the trafficking of children which we know has been going on since since oh, forever. But now it's, all right, here it is. But now here's proof. What? All right, so you use the word proof. Whistleblower. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that she provided the powers that be some definitive proof. Like, I, I the proof is there. I mean, we know it's happening. It's not what I'm saying. I'm saying... The documentation is what you're saying. Like, yeah, like trail. what, how easily could they discredit this woman where it's like, 
All right, you're just one you're, lady. Who were you retaliating against? Like who? Just like they did it to, to, to Judy Minkovitz, who used to work with Doctor Doctor Fauci, who blew the whistle on Doctor Fauci. She they completely discredited her and made her look like she was some kook, even though she was a, a well published doctor and a extremely smart virologist. Right. You know, it's it's just sick. It's sick that we have to sit here. Anyone has to sit here and hear this woman talk about this. And I mean, and they'll pull out stories that are completely irrelevant. Like, oh, she was uh, in a in a marriage and abusive to her husband. She was a drunk like this, that like they'll find some random thing to try to discredit her that, that has completely nothing to do with the story to make her look like she is a lunatic. She's been talking about this for a year and I don't, I haven't really seen that they've come at her like hardcore like that. Um, yeah, but now it's more public than ever. I, yeah. I, you know, she's got, she's got a very, she's got a Twitter page. She's a member of the blue club. I just looked her up. James O'Keefe, Project Veritas whistleblower exposing government sponsored taxpayer funded child trafficking. This woman is in her, I'd say, late 50s, early 60s. She's worked there 19 years. Um, she, she put it all out there. I mean, she had a lot to lose. She wasn't in trouble. She wasn't on the verge of getting fired or anything. I'd imagine she's not working for them anymore. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm sure. <laughs> you know, and and here, you know, here she is. So what? I mean, she's got 2,200 followers on Twitter. She's not getting rich as an influencer. She's not making, you know what I mean? She's not like all of a sudden. You can't oh, do this for a buck. Absolutely not. No, she, she you, you can, know. in her statement, even reading her statement, you can hear her genuineness behind her words. Like it's, it, she sounded very genuine when she was saying like, we need to fix this. This is like, I thought I was going to help. And in reality, like I gotten, you guys got me involved in some sick, sick, trafficking organization yeah and and so like there's just so much that goes on behind the scenes and imagine the shit we don't know about you know like oh without a doubt alan a hundred percent and all they want to do is talk about climate change they want to talk about that republicans want to ban books they want to talk about that republicans want to hurt you know kill health care I mean, KJP just made some ridiculous statements and and basically accused the Republicans of doing everything that Democrats are doing, like defunding the police, and they wanted to fund the Border Patrol, and they wanted, like, they're now all saying that they didn't want mandates. They're oh, all <laughs> like, it it it's so it's so wild. It really, really is. I I like they're literally that, they're literally going out there and and charading around that what we saw in real life wasn't real and where they're they're trying to point the finger and project it onto republicans and now now there's a full full blown campaign to say that republicans don't care about our children because uh of gun control like i just saw a video of john stewart interviewing i, I forget who he was interviewing and he's like uh, you you want to make it illegal for children to go to drag queen story hour mm-hmm. and why is that why is that and the guy explained all the reasons why which are fairly obvious if you ask me and uh you know explain that if you're an adult and you want to go go for it but children it should not be allowed we have a uh and what he said is we as a government we have uh a responsibility to re- protect our children 
He goes, oh, we have responsibility to protect our children. He goes, you know what the number one killer of children is? He goes, firearms. And he goes, I'm not going to sit here and debate you on this. Get the fuck out of here. I swear to God. This is what this John, John uh, fucking cuck said. He goes, it's firearms. And I'm not going to sit here and debate you on it because that's a fact. It's and. A fact. And, and and you sit here and 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 drag. He goes, how how many drag drag queens kill killed children? <laughs> you know, now I think was it in Florida where they were they canceled. I don't know if it was Florida where it was. They canceled the drag show because the no kids were going to be present. It was a parade. It, it was, was a, a it was a parade. So they wanted to have a parade, and there was a. a a rule saying the kids couldn't attend the parade. So they canceled the drag show or the parade. Sorry, no kids are going to be there to indoctrinate. So we're not going to have it. We can't dress literally half naked and wear dildos all over our body and strap ons and walk around and put leashes on and uh, dress like pets and have children there present and be like, yeah, this is, this is cool. Come and pet me. I'm half naked. And I got a dog mask on. Like you people are psychopaths. Like really, truly, imagine, just imagine. Like dudes were walking. Like they had a whole parade and a, a whole story hour for mm-hmm. for doms and slaves. Uh, that girls have leashes and walk around and do all of this kinky shit with women. Imagine, like it was, it was like that. Like, did you ever see the show Billions? Uh, I've seen, I've a little bit of it. I've seen so a big, big, big fan of the show because I, I really, I really like the show. But uh, Paul Giamatti, his character, he's the Attorney General of New York, and his wife is like this really heavy psychologist for a financial firm, for a stock trading firm, and she like totally dominates him in the bedroom. He's into that stuff, and uh, imagine it was it was the opposite. Like it was like men dominating women in the yeah. in the bedroom. Yeah, and That'd be rain. They had parades for this. They had like literally like we're walking around and women in thongs and bras with leashes on. And we're just walking them around the street. There's a whole parade with like girls with pasties on and, you know, literally half naked walking around and all this shit is going on. And let's invite the kids. What do you think people would say? They'd lose their fucking mind. Like, look at this OnlyFans star. This OnlyFans star, she went shopping at the grocery store, and she was literally half naked. Like, she has a fake ass and her jean shorts literally yeah, were covering her. Fucking ridiculous. Oh, it, looked ridiculous. I, it, looked, it looked ridiculous. It looked ridiculous. And and my comment to it was, like, she should have just said that she was a tranny. And, and they would have been like, oh, okay, you, you would have been fine. You keep yeah. shopping. Go you're ahead. Stunning. It would have been stunning. totally okay. Yeah, you're stunning and brave. Keep Continue shopping. Yeah, I because she's her. a woman, which I agree with. She shouldn't be shopping with children around dressed like that. That's disgusting. <laughs> Kids don't need to see that stuff. But but again, it's the complete opposite when it comes to uh, the gay agenda. It's like, oh, let's just bring kids everywhere. The trans agenda. Yeah, I, I wouldn't even call it the gay agenda because there are it's, there are so many. I was having this conversation last night um, with somebody and. Uh, it's amazing how many just run-of-the-mill homosexuals despise this whole transgender movement. It's it's really the old, older uh, generation, mm-hmm. the older older gay generation, and 
uh, they just put out a poll that one in four kids in high school today identify as LGBTQ alphabet people. Which, but that, but that statistic doesn't mean they're trans. That's the no, distance. no, but but that's what I'm saying. Lumping everybody in but together. That's exactly my point, though. It's it's not just a trans agenda; it is a gay agenda. Like they are pushing this, like the the little the, the little boy, eleven year old, who literally read in front of the school board the book that he checked out from the school yeah. library about about these kids th- mm-hmm. that are literally experimenting with yep. gay sex, and it's very detailed yep. about what they're doing. It's yep. disgusting. And uh, like, uh, uh, so, so it isn't just a transit, like they are trying to emasculate men. They are trying to uh, have uh, kids grow up and think that they're gay and make them confused. And it's, it's, it's way bigger than just a trans agenda, but this, this stuff is disgusting and evil. And it's the complete opposite when you're talking about uh, traditional sex roles. Like if, if you bring strippers around kids, God forbid, like they're going to lose their mind. Oh, they'll call the cops on you and they'll, they'll have you arrested. I mean, yeah. you, you're going to, you're going to get arrested. There was just a video of a guy and I don't agree with it. Um, I don't agree that he made it. He, I shouldn't say that because the whole premise of, of the, it was in, was it Arizona where the guy pierced his own kid's ear? Yes. Okay. And somebody reported him, and literally, they came to the house and arrested him and dragged him out of his house. And the charge was body modification without a license. Yep. That was the charge. For pe- piercing his own daughter's ears. Yes, piercing his own daughter's ears. And I don't know who reported him. Somebody must have had a grudge against him or some bullshit. And whatever that whatever, it was a state law. Even if they reported him like that, like how is that a state law? Like if the law, law is repugnant against the constitution, it, 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 it should not exist. And that, yeah, that like, this is <laughs> no, but like, but reality, like this is, this is your own daughter. Like this is your oh. own child. And we're talking about piercing your daughter's ears. Mm-hmm. Like this is something that has been going on for uh, the beginning of time. And you're going to come and they, and if you watch the video, do you have, do you happen to have the video? Yeah. It, yeah. They dragged this dude out of his house. They, it wasn't like a, a quick, easy arrest. They ripped him out of his own house. Yep. You know, he, he wasn't sure what was going on. He, he like started to like, Hey, what's going on? And like resist a little bit. And before they, they would just boom. And then they, they, they yoked him out of that. It's just, it's just ridiculous. Uh, he he should have resisted the fact that he's getting arrested for piercing his own daughter's ears. You know, it's disgusting. He, and those cops should be ashamed of themselves. Yeah, well, uh, all right. So again, and and I, I don't I don't want to get into this whole conversation, but like, it's it is it's bullshit. It's bullshit. But a crime was reported, and it's a, and when I say a crime against that specific jurisdiction, like it's a it's it's a law. It's a state law. It's fucked up. As fucked up as it is, it's so you can't blame. The law enforcers, you have to blame the lawmakers. That's everywhere. You have to blame the lawmakers. How are people allowing laws like there were some ridiculous laws on the books? And most people, that that specific incident isn't just a random thing. Mm -hmm. That was reported for a reason. We don't know what that reason is. Oh, without a doubt. Maybe a grudge with a neighbor or something or a family member. And I think there were some other rumors. About the guy, I don't really not. I don't know about abuse. I don't know if the. I don't remember if the kid made a statement or anything. But if he's abusing his child, he deserves to be arrested one thousand percent. 
But but from 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 what I'm hearing, it was strictly because he pierced his daughter's ears. Yeah, and unfor- and and it's horrible, and that and it's fucked up that that's a state law because the state law says you can't do any body modifications on anybody yeah. without a license. It's fucked up. It's like you can't tattoo in your own house without a license, like any type of body modification. And there are places that have these laws. And then yeah, well, I, 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 I understand, Alan, but completely ridiculous. You know, some some sometimes you know. If you're a, a law enforcer, if you're a law enforcer, you have to see some of these laws and be like, listen, this is ridiculous. Like, I'm not I'm not going to arrest this guy. Of course, they're going to go and do it. But this is this is what happens when they shut down businesses and they send the police like we have to. There has to be a, a, a line drawn like some police officers have to stand for what's right and, and what's wrong and and uphold the Constitution more than these ridiculous laws. Well, I'd hate to tell you, I'm not losing my job over locking some guy up who, who pierced his daughter's ear. I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm not losing my job over it. Something like that's not worth it. The line's not going to be drawn. I would have arrested him just because not because I wanted to. No, no, no. At the, what, I'm the guy, you know what? You're going to get probably a fucking, you're, you're going to get a citation and you're going to be out. You're not going to fucking jail for piercing, for piercing your kid's ear. This is a shitty law, but I'm not losing my fucking pension and and my mortgage and my my house and my family because I'm not going to lock this guy up for piercing his ear. Sorry, not happening. It's unfortunate. And if, and if you're in that position, you wouldn't either. You would not. You would not. You would not forfeit your job for some guy who broke a bullshit law for piercing his kid's ear, and say I'm not bringing him to jail. Fire me. If you were a, a police officer and that was your career, you wouldn't do it. You can, you can say it and you can say you think about it. You I, 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 I'd have, I, 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 I couldn't do, I don't think I could do it, man. Like, do it. I, I really, I really don't do think it. I could go and arrest this guy. I, yeah. I really don't think I could do it. Uh, no, no matter the position. I really don't think I could right, do so it. You it's, get it's, no it's, more paycheck. Good luck. Yeah. I, yeah. you wouldn't do it. Mm. It's just, it, it, it's, there are, there are certain situations where you're like, you're not because here's the problem. Something so small as that, you would be the only one that says they're not going to do it. Oh, I know they have other people to do it. It was something a, a bigger scale, and you were able to say, "No, none of us are doing it." That's a different story. You know, it's the power. Yeah, well, absolutely. Well, I mean, it would. It would really. It would really. It would really depend on the situation. Like if this was a continuous thing where they were having us do things that are just morally wrong. Well, that's different. And you know. uh and there was more people, you know, you might, you might have to play the game to, to, you know, like I, I my uh, history teacher in high school, his police department in Parsippany, New Jersey uh, was very corrupt and they were doing a lot of illegal things. And uh, he played the game and he wore a wire to work every single day and recorded everybody and just played the game and caught and took them all to court and they all got fucked. But I, he, he sacrificed his job and, uh, and uh, I still got benefits because he uh, exposed uh, sure. illegal actions. But at the same time, like he did, he did what was right. He did what he was supposed to do in his entire life. He, all he wanted to do is be a cop. That's all he wanted to do. Sometimes people, you know, I can't judge people for making certain decisions based off what their personal lives are and things, because you hope that everybody does the right thing. But in like a situation like that, it's um the 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 people in that community 
should be rallying against a law like that and be at city hall or town mm-hmm. hall at the mayor's office demanding that that law be amended somehow even if all right you don't want a guy tattooing out of his basement and maybe who's not licensed and he's a piece of shit and you don't want people getting hurt or sick or whatever because he's I can understand that. That I can like, understand. But maybe like something like that, there should be amendment where like literally your immediate family, you can fucking pierce each other. Like there's more I behind that. Own ears. There's more, there's more behind that story. I, 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 I just saw the video. I watched it and I, I, it just clicked in my head just what it was. That's why I brought it up. But I didn't look into if there was more to it because another thing is, all right. There was a report. They went to go, you know, they knew he did it. There was an act. Someone made a, someone made a statement, whether it was a family member, like someone legit made a statement. Neighbor or somebody. And yeah. It wasn't a 911 call where all of a sudden six police officers showed up to the house. This was a statement was made. All right, he's home. Go get him. They know they knew they were going to lock him up from the get go. They had a warrant for his arrest based off the statement that was made. That's why I think there was like six cops that showed up to his house. So it wasn't just like, oh, hey, we got a 911 call that you pierce your kid's ear and we're locking you up. No, I'm here with six cops. We're here for you because someone made a statement and it turns out you broke the law and they want to prosecute you and it sucks. Like, you know, it sucks. But eh, whatever. This, again, just proves that the justice system is faulty and broken everywhere. Yep. And meanwhile, you could say, oh, I got raped by an illegal and they're not going to do a damn thing. Right, right. They then the the. The justice system loves right in Arizona. It. It'll happen right in Arizona. Um, but on top of that, you have like what we just saw with the human trafficking, which is a federal thing, right? Mm-hmm. And Merrick Garland and the DOJ doesn't want to do anything about that, but they still want people to rot in jail for January 6th and pursue all those cases. And then they want to do things like Tennessee banned, um, gender affirming care for children gender affirming care i hate that term gender affirming care is okay um getting your genitals mutilated and getting injected hormones into a minor child that's what it should be called it just should be called uh, brutally um mutilating mutilating children children. so now the doj what's that didn't montana do it as well um they might have but the doj is literally now suing the state of Tennessee over the ban of gender affirming care for children. This is what the United States Department of Justice, the Attorney General's office is giving a fuck about to sue a state that made a law to ban mutilating children and the feds want to overreach over the state and say, well, we're going to sue you for doing that because we believe children should be allowed to mutilate themselves even sometimes without their parents permission but that's why why Why? like please explain like can can someone think of a rational explanation so as to why that would happen when you explain that to somebody and they're like yeah i could see why they would do this there's no rational explanation whatsoever the, the, I pulled up an article on it just quick about the um, uh, the lawsuit, and it says uh, – I'll pull it up so people can see it. Um, 
Department of Justice sues Tennessee over ban on gender-affirming care for children. And in back in March, Tennessee Governor Bill Lee, who was a Republican, signed legislation that would ban sex change operations, cross-sex hormone therapy, and puberty blockers for minors who are attempting to transition. In other words, trying to save their lives mentally and physically. Mm-hmm. Uh, that law is set to go into effect on July 1st would authorize the attorney general to investigate healthcare providers who violate the ban and issue fines up to $25,000, basically to doctors, activist doctors who decided, you know what, let's generally mutilate your kids and pump them full of hormones and drugs. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't even mention that they would get jail time, that they would get fined up to $25,000. So literally the DOJ this week, um, file the lawsuit against the state and it was f- actually it was um biden's doj and a organization the parents uh so, oh no uh, some parents of transgender children who are actually currently abusing their kids which they're calling undergoing uh such care but they're in reality abusing their kids and the DOJ, and physically abusing their kids yeah the doj uh doj attorneys argue Tennessee's law violates the 14th Amendment's Equal Protection Clause because the law prohibits these medical procedures specifically for child for children trying to transition. So I'm sorry, but this is this is not a medical procedure in order to better your health or save your life. This is like an elective. It is not like it is an elective procedure based off because someone decides they want to be a girl or a boy. So I'm sorry, but transitioning is not health care. No, it's not. It, it's not. It's not. It's it's far from it. You're you're making a choice. It's not necessary for your health. Uh, it's it, whatsoever. Like it's actually detrimental to your health. Uh, you know, w- women are having crazy adverse effects that are taking testosterone. Uh, Maddie Ray came on the show and talked about it with us. Uh, men who are taking estrogen and chopping off their w- wieners and having to dilate every day just to keep their gaping wound open. Yeah. Like, really think about the physical and uh, mental effects that this is having on people. And we're seeing crazy suicide numbers crazy through the roof uh we're seeing a lot of detransitioning happening a lot of people that transition transitioned at a young age are now detransitioning and stopping their hormone therapy which is then causing other issues there's so many things going on and uh it's really unfortunate the uh the doj literally said one of the attorneys um they talked about like the statue and uh, the, the statute uh excludes uh gender dysphoria and things like that and it says no person should be denied access to necessary medical care just because of their transgender status. DOJ Civil Rights Division Assistant Attorney General Kristen Clark said, the right to consider your health and medically approved treatment options with your family and doctors is a right that everyone should have, including transgender children who are especially vulnerable to serious risks of depression, anxiety, and suicide. I'm sorry, but your children are going to be more vulnerable to serious risks of depression, anxiety, and suicide if you go ahead and pump them full of hormones, puberty blockers, fake tits, 
cutting off their balls. What do you think your children is going to be like when they're 35 years old? You don't think they're going to regret it? You think they're going to live till 35? You think they're going to have a job, a great retirement and a pension and live till 60 as a transgender individual? No, I would say statistically, they would probably be dead from suicide or an accidental overdose by the age of 35. That's just what I would. I, I, I would I would definitely tend to agree the statistics lean that way um, and, and and really think about it. Think about yourself as a young a, a, a young adult, as a teenager, as a prepubescent. All of the things that you did that you're like, man, the fuck was I thinking? Like, what 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 was I doing? Like, even just fashion, hairstyles, all the things that you did as, as a as a, as a younger person that you regret doing, or you're like, man, that was fucking stupid. Yeah. Now 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 imagine doing that, but it's permanent, and you can't change it whatsoever. Like, what? If you do try to change it, it could really damage you physically. And again, if you cut off your dick, if you cut off your dick, there's no, there's no going back. You lop off your tits, there's no going back. No, you just right, like so. I mean, listen. First of all, again, it's just more. It shows more uh, ridiculous federal overreach. And why? I I don't understand why. Like, what's the purpose? for the federal government to stop Tennessee from doing this? Like, what's their motive? What's their reason? The motive, the, the motive is, the, you know, diversity, inclusion, and equity, and wanting literally, like, just, just, it's, like, weird that they... Like, that they, that they, that they want to stop this. It's fucking wild. Like, like well, it's, it's upside-down clown world shit, Alan. I don't understand all of the. <sighs> We're talking about such a small percentage of the population. We're Which talking are... about. But they, they, so yes, but if a small percentage of the population, like again, I think there's only about 150,000 trans kids in the country, but they want that number to double and triple. And the only way to do that That's, is to keep promoting it and talking about it as if the number already is doubled and tripled, both adults and children. So if they keep promoting it, it'll, it'll get accepted. The more they, the more it's promoted by celebrities, influencers, corporations, and, and entertainers, the more it will oh, yeah, be slowly accepted. Like a, like a kid, you know, it's Dwayne Wade's leaving Florida now because he's got a trans kid. Um, <laughs> these are the things, but, but th- again, this, this comes back to the culture war and, and, and what's crazy, Alan, what's crazy is I think this, this, this part of the culture war is too far left. I don't think people are by, like, they're losing this part of the culture war. Like people are uh, the majority of people. There's very, the, 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 there, there is, there is people that want to push this trans agenda on kids and they're all about, they're the ones who are bringing their kids to these events and they're the ones who are putting their kids on hormones and forcing this stuff down their throat. But again, that's still a minority of people. It's not a, a, a major, majority of people. The majority of people hate it. They want nothing to do with it. They think it's disgusting and they want it stopped and they're wondering why it's it's happening. They, they just don't know how to stop it or they're too lazy to admit it, uh, to, to, to do anything or, or get involved or in, in many cases... They think it's a conspiracy as well. Like, oh, that's not happening. Like, they don't do that. If they did, I would be so pissed off. But they don't do that. It's not real. Listen, it, it is. It's wild. It's it's just wild how 
they are because <sighs> they're trying to make it cool. We talk about it all the time, Alan. When we were growing up, uh, not that it was right, but if you were a feminine kid, you got bullied in a lot of cases. You got beat up sometimes uh for being for being a gay kid and then slowly over over a short period of time now you're the popular kid like if a kid came to my school wearing high heels like it would be crazy like i couldn't imagine the reaction and the bullying that were going on if they were wearing high heels now you see it on an everyday basis where kids are coming to high school wearing high heels it's the cool thing to do now i'm not saying again not saying it's right to bully these kids but it was never the cool thing to do it's not and, and and now it's now it is the cool thing to do it's the yeah. cool th- it's the cool thing to do and it might even get you invited to the white house it might even get you seriously you know it, it might even get you recognized by a major corporation and maybe make you money it might it, it might it is unbelievably sick how it's exploited but then again listen our our younger generations are torn in so many different directions mm-hmm. between the transgender agenda, religion, uh, societal, just PC culture. Yeah, PC culture. You know, you know, ideologies. I mean, literally being raised on technology. Being raised on technology, um, money, and and money, and uh. uh the promise of notoriety and fame on social media to be Attention. TikTok famous, to be Twitter famous, clicks and views, large followings. Like I want to, we're going to get into some of these frigging cucks that are that that the. So well, I'm, exci- Jay, I'm excited to do this. This is going to be fun. We're going to do something before that though, because I want to show you something. We're going into we all transgender shit and and more of clown world, but. I'm going to come. <laughs> um, whatchamacallit? I just lost my train of thought. What was the last thing I just said? We're, we're going to go into something. No, before more. that. Uh, what did you say before that? Yeah. Uh, I just had a brain fart. It just happened. It just happened to people. Right, right before that. What did you, you say? You don't even know. You're such a retard. I'm retarded, dude. So... Uh, Oh, Gen Z. Okay. Yeah, that, that's what I thought we were talking about. Yeah, yeah. Gen but, Z I, but like before them. Oh, okay. Gen Z as a generation is so fractured and so torn apart because they're easily torn in so many different directions. And here's going back into politics a little bit. And, you know, there are certain, excuse me, there are certain um, organizations within like the, Republican conservative MAGA America first movement that are making it a point to target that demographic to get into conservatism, to vote Republican and things like that, which is really important. But I think the, the Republicans need to step up their game with that and Gen Z, right? Because boomers, they're either dying out or doing what they're doing. They're setting their ways. They're either like GOP establishment yeah, they're retarded. Um, they're they're going for you know they're they're Bush Republicans and things like that. Like literally, we need the ultimate push and movement on all fronts to recruit Gen Z into MAGA Republicans America First movement supporters. 
um, it, and, and like the time has passed. It's now. It's important. I see it happening places and and, and various organizations, and I'm liking that there are older people in Republican politics that are also involved in trying to show that, hey, conservatism is cool. It's not aging out and dying out. Or I just, I call it conservatism. You can call it just, just, just right. Being a decent human being. (laughs) Right. Leaning ideologies and not being a sick satanic fuck leftist progressive who like wants to go to Boston, Massachusetts for the Satan uh, conference. Like, like, these people are sick. So, no, that that's that's what we need to do. So that brings me to my point because literally, literally, uh, today, the SatanCon 2023, the largest satanic gathering in history, is in Boston, and they had their little opening ceremony, and it was sold out. It is the largest satanic gathering in history. Largest satanic gathering in history. Um, I believe it was the uh, Satan, te- the the Temple of Satan. Uh, you know, which is a registered religion, by the way. Um, uh, hundreds, hundreds, hundreds of people of the Satanic Temple went to the SantaCon, and they they're saying that it is the largest gathering in the whole Satanic history that they've had. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go, hold on a second. Oh, let it go. Stand by. What just happened? Just Uh, This is what happens when you're a one-man band. No, 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 no. I had it up, and then Twitter, like, reset the feed. Hold on. Give me a second. Don't blame blame your production error on Twitter. There we go. It's so stupid how they do that. All right. Give me a second. This is crazy. Look at this. This is SatanCon at some hotel that they uh, in in Boston. Hold on. Look at these lunatics. Oh, this is where they start destroying Bibles. So they ripped up Bibles and they they burnt. I think they burnt blue line, thin blue line flags. Just ripping up Bible pages. That's so fucked. This is the clown world we live in. Look at that. Look at the money on the throwing hundred dollar bills. Oh, here's the blue line, the thin blue line flag. I think. Oh, there he is, yeah, ripping him apart. Wait, go, go back uh, real quick. What? To go what? back real quick to that zoomed out view. That? Yeah, uh, it doesn't look like there's a lot of people there. Oh, they were all, I, there's a bunch of videos that they were, and, and outside too, there were hundreds of people there. That's crazy, dude. Fuck these people. They're so, they're so evil. Like, they, like who would want to go to a Satan con? Um, I guess, I guess Satanists, uh, it's, I guess, you know, they had, they had protesters outside of the place, but, um, I mean, protesting the event's not going to do anything. They're just going to laugh at you like we do to them when they show up to our events. Oh, Uh, here's, here's, here's another video of the, I, I think the woman we just saw on stage doing a small interview, uh, 
Here, it's like 54 seconds. Yeah. Hold on. Oh, she's a winner. Destroy the symbols of the things that are caused to, or that uh, cause harm, that oppress us. Um, whether that is uh, people's theocratic views, um, trying to instill theocratic rule in a, in a supposed secular society, uh, whether that is the Supreme Court utilizing their powers to um, decimate our rights, give power to those who are further taking our rights away from us. Um, the symbol of the flag was meant to represent the communities that um, the, the people in a authoritative positions that use that to cause harm to those who need the most protection. They indoctrinate them into their worldviews based on fear and hate. We just had our opening ceremony and uh, it seemed to be very well received. Uh, we've got over 800 people registered to attend and we've got panel discussions and presenters starting probably any minute now. Wow. Why do they all, why do they all look the same? Like they all like they look exactly how I expect Satanists to look. You know what I'm saying? Like they like that that guy looked like a typical Satanist, like a typical completely soulless piece of garbage. So, all right, uh, Pete, Peter's back in the chat and he said uh this is dumb but they are not actually worshiping Satan. It's about the separation of church and state. Uh, uh. No, the, did you not see the Baphomet behind them? Do you not see them scream hail satan as a group like it's not the, the, the church of satan is not the separation of church and state well let me let me so i'll ask this to everybody if if it's not if the if the temple of satan is not by anton levey right but they have the church of satan and they have the the sat the satanic temple okay if they're not worshiping Satan, why are they going and targeting kids at after-school programs, playing videos for children? Yeah, okay. Look, all right. So, so you say look it up. So I'm going. So I'm going to believe that these people are not Satan worshippers. I'm going to believe what my eyes see. I want to. I, I want to know the argument how these people are not Satan worshippers. Like that. That's that's literally. And and tell me why they're telling kids in after school programs that, well, like Satan's really not real. He's just and he's and he's not that bad of a guy in like a cartoon. I played it on the show before. Like, it's, uh, it's. I just I I can't wrap my head around. You know, I'm trying rumble chats are short. No, I get. It. I'll tell you what. I, I'd really like to hear what you have to say. You can even, you you could literally. This is where the call-in feature will work. We got to get producer Bob on this. No, I, this it, it's no, uh, because I'm not I'm not going to spend 20 minutes on a phone call with somebody having a discussion. But I, I get it. Literally, I want to hear what you have to say, Peter. Like you should DM me on Twitter because I truly want to. I'm not, I'm not arguing with you. I'm not like disagreeing with you or anything. To a degree, I am. But Alan Jacoby seventeen seventy six on Twitter if you're on there, or even email the Great Divide seventeen seventy six at gmail.com. I want to hear what you have to say because obviously the the Rumble chat only lets you say so much. And I'm trying to find the thing because they I don't know if they have it up here anymore. Give me one second. Yeah, I would love to know why they have a picture of the Baphomet inside of a pentagram, uh, and they're not. 
That's the thing, the Baphomet, the the the, the, the program, and I, I really just want to find the obvious when they scream. They all scream, "Hail Satan!" Like that. That that's pretty obvious. I I get the point, the church and state, but I that it's not. I think they like to ob- obliterate the church. You know, she's ripping up the the Bible. She clearly wants to destroy the church in in. Like that's clearly what she wants to do. I mean, she made it pretty obvious. Okay. Uh, so, Peter, I don't know if you saw this video. I played it a long time ago. I'm hoping that it plays through the website here. Um, this is the Satanic Temple. after. It's literally called the After School uh, yep. Satan Club. And this yep. is what was playing. This is what they play for uh, for children. Can you hear it? Satan is not an evil guy. You can hear it. 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 You can Satan's not an evil guy He wants you to learn and question why He wants you to have fun and be yourself And by the way, there is no hell Everyone is different And that's okay with Satan He'll always treat you equal Whether you're black, white, or gay Satan's not a scary guy. He wants you to share and to be kind. He wants you to have fun and be yourself. And by the way, he's really awesome. He's really When all is said and done, Satan doesn't actually exist. He's an imaginary friend who can teach us how to live. Satan's not a scary guy. He wants you to share and to be kind. He wants you to have fun and be yourself. And by the way, there is no match. You get the point. So, Peter, you just asked, I'm confused. Can you both really not grasp the difference here? And then you said the last line is, by the way, there is no hell. Well, that comes down to belief, faith. And truly what you believe in and what other people believe in. Maybe you don't believe that there's heaven and hell. Maybe you don't even believe in God. I don't know. Um, Like, I'm not getting into a religious discussion, but would you want your kid to be sitting in a program and see this? And the Baphomet, the transgender Baphomet and everything around it. Yep. Okay. It's got breasts and a dick. So we can agree to disagree. These people are fucking sick. Yep. And yeah, yeah. It's not, that's 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 definitely not something that's okay by any stretch of the means, whether you're religious or not, whether you believe in God or not. Uh, it, it's not okay to be pushing that on your children. So, so Peter, you're Jewish, and you wouldn't want your school teaching the Torah. Hundred percent agree. I don't. I don't want my kid learning religion in school. I think that's up to what happens at home. Yep, hundred percent. School program. I, well, it's an after-school program, but, I, but I'm just saying in general. 
like they're not teaching that in the school. Like, I'm not saying that they're teaching this in the school. I'm saying that this is out there and it is a belief. Apparently it is a religion. And that says, that says that uh, banning abortion goes against the religion, by the way. <laughs> they actually, the, the satanic temple opened up, it opened up on Valentine's day, a abortion clinic in Arizona. Um, they named it after justice Alito. They actually named it like Justice Alito's mother's abortion clinic. Seriously, like it's true. We we, we spoke about it on the show. It's one hundred percent. Um, yeah, all right. So they fight against schools and government buildings promoting religion. So are you really going to tell me, Peter, that that's, that's really do. what their mission statement is? That's what they stand for. As they're having a little kid do a fucking ritual around a pentagram. If you're going to sit there and tell me that the only the only mission statement and what they really stand for, the Satanic Temple, with all of their chapters around the world, not even just in the, in the United States, is that they fight schools against the government and the government buildings promoting religion, then I think you're missing the mark. You're missing Wait, the mark. No, you're and absolutely not. Yeah. They, they, not. They are. It's not even something that. It, is it's sick it is and, th and this is this is the problem with society is that they're okay with this yeah that just all right i won't hey. that's not something that i'm willing to bend on and and mm -hmm. honestly uh if you think that's okay uh listen it 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 is what it is everyone's entitled to have their beliefs i'm going to strongly disagree with you and they're um so, so there are Satan worshipers somewhere, I'm sure, but these ain't them. All right. Well, again, we could agree. I guess they just want. I guess they just wanted. The, I guess they just wanted the catchy name and yeah, all yeah. the symbols that goes on with Satan. All the Baphomet symbolism, yeah. the pentagram, right. all the say hail Satan, hail Satan. They're not. They're not worshiping Satan, but they're just hailing him. Like, imagine someone went around and said, "Hail Hitler." Would you be okay with that as well? Would you be okay with them saying, "Hail, hail Hitler"? If, if, so if I sat here and, and I had a swastika behind me, well, actually, I have the Betsy Ross flag. So I think in some in some places they, they say that's the new swastika flag. So if I had a swastika hanging behind me and I and I'm and, and literally saying hail Hitler, would you call me an anti-Semite neo-Nazi? Like, would that I mean, would that make me an, an anti-Semite? The swastika symbol has been around for centuries before. The Nazis used it. it. It's been around for a, for a very long time. Yeah, maybe and, I just want the catchy symbol, and I want to call. Maybe I want to now rename the show the I don't know the Nazi Chronicles. Does that make me a neo Nazi? I mean, I, I I'm not. Like, like, duck, like, I'm not like a duck. It's probably a duck, Alan. Yeah, I mean, but I I uh, I get it, you know. It is what it is. We, it's I I your point yeah. taken. I I think they're. What's his point that they're not Satan worshippers? Well, that, 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 listen, that that if that's his belief, that's fine. Like, <laughs> you know, do I think these nose pierced idiots are running around doing satanic like you know sacrifices? No, because I think they're all just cucks and they just want to dress up and cool. You know, we're we're both wildly obtuse here. These guys are fighting for religious freedom within government-funded programs that doesn't make them actual Satan worshipers. 
So what does hail Satan mean? Please explain. I would love to know what hail Satan means. It's not taken. I'm not sure you're smart enough to understand an analogy. Can I ask you a question, Peter? Who did you vote for in the last presidential election? (laughs) (laughs) And... Bro, you're you're literally defending people that are saying hail Satan. The only and like I'm 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 just breaking chops, Peter. Like like at this point, because now you're 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 getting to the point where now you're just attacking people. Like, and I don't care. Believe me, I'm not not smart enough to understand the analogy. Apparently, I'm not smart enough to understand the analogy. I'm not smart enough to understand an analogy, and I'm all about ball breaking and stuff. Again, I'm not offended, and maybe I'm not smart enough. Maybe I'm a retard. Um, I think your argument is completely retarded. Yep. And um, you're, you're I mean, defending yeah. Satanists, and uh, more power to you, dude. More power to you. If that's what well, he the said. He wanted. said when you said Florida shouldn't outlaw anti-Semitic speech earlier, that did not make you anti-Semitic. That made you defending free speech. All right. So I agree in free speech. So all right. Again, you're, and I think you're, you're misunderstanding the argument here. This is my point. Is I said I don't agree with it. I think they're Satan worshippers. That's my opinion. They're allowed to do this. Did I say say anywhere, Peter, or James say anywhere that they should not be allowed to do this? Because I believe that the KKK should be able to walk down the street, just like Black Lives Matter is allowed to walk down the street. And I think any organization with any free speech, I don't care what word you use that might offend people, but. I don't have to agree with it. I think they're sick fucks by using a very dark symbol and they're doing it for a reason. What I what so, I think needs to stop is putting yeah. it on the children. And putting it on the children is what needs to stop. If you're an adult and you want to this is what you want to do, absolutely. Same with any religion. It doesn't matter say, say like children need to be able to be be kids. The point of that, he said, the point the point of them doing this is to showcase why it is important to keep religious beliefs outside of school and government. I'm not disagreeing with that. What I'm saying is you telling me these people are not Satan worshipers when they're ripping up Bible saying, hail Satan. It doesn't make sense. It's like my, my that the sky is red when it no, it's blue. They could put whatever they want on their website. Like, oh, yeah, we're just here to stop. Uh, you know, schools separate church and state. They could put whatever words they want. They want, but when they're saying "hail Satan" and they're ripping up the Bible, they're clearly showing their intentions and where they're, they're what they're what they worship. Why don't they call themselves the Church and State Defenders or something like that? Like, why? What my question is: <laughs> This guy's nuts. This guy's why? No, no, it's just a, it's not. Why the difference? Why the symbolism of Satan? Why the Baphomet, why, which is a transgender that. symbol? Yes, you know, I, I just, I, I, that I can't wrap my head around. I don't care what their ideologies are. Like that's on them, and they're free to do that. Okay, I don't believe that they should be having after. There are schools out there allowing them having after-school programs outside the schools for the, for children. They have a whole child, chi- whole education section of their congregations for kids you know so 
shock. So they're calling themselves the Satanic Temple and have all of these chapters and all of this symbolism for the shock value of an extreme example. I don't buy it. I Come don't on. buy it. And and then and then saying hail Satan and going like this, like yeah, I don't mind. I don't Come mind. on, dude! Like you, you're you you are delusional if no. you think that that's for shock value. But hey, if he probably also thinks Joey Bag of Donuts got eighty one million votes, <laughs> I'm sure he does. I I I do appreciate though the 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 discourse, Peter. I'm glad oh, I'm listen. I'm glad I'm glad you're here. And I, I no, truly like I, I'm glad I had that conversation. Um, I would love him for him to call in sometime. I would love to have a conversation. I'm down. I am down for people that have different points of view and different beliefs. I don't have to agree with you. I could think that you're nuts, but uh, we're not an echo chamber here. That's 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 what I'm glad that we're not here. Yeah, no, me and James don't me, me and James don't agree on half the shit. I mean, most you know he's stupid anyway. So I'm usually right. He's usually wrong. Peter, you're you actually. You you're you're wrong. I'm gonna put you in that. I'll be game. honest with you. <laughs> I'm kind of retarded. No, but I. Yeah, this is not not one that I'm willing to agree on at all. No, you know, and 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 that's that's the beauty of it. We we don't have to. Lost, but, uh, lost my friend. You know, it is what it is. I mean, point taken. I do believe I feel a little stupider from having to read all of your comments. I'm just breaking your jobs. Anyway, so all right. The uh the satanic temple, they're all six Satan worshippers, Peter, waiter, suck. All right. They they're probably drinking goat's blood and 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 all right, I'm gonna stop. <laughs> all right. Gen Z. So Twitter now is loaded with you have your um like on the right, you have your, your your DeSantis influencers who are going after Trump people and the Trump people, and most of these DeSantis people are paid. And now you have these little Gen Z leftists, these sick, they call themselves <clears throat> Gen Z voters, Gen Z warriors. And since Joe Biden has uh, announced that he's running for president, they're all coming out like, we're, we're riding with Biden and all this um, bullshit. So this kid... I hate to give him notoriety, but you know what? He's such like a fake little hot he's pocket a, eating like sicko. He's a confirmed TikTok star that's paid by the DNC. There's a yeah. money trail. Yeah, There's, he, he is, he's getting paid by the DNC, him and a couple others. And he goes on these ridiculous rants. He looks like he he he's they have to adjust his Adderall. So I'm on his Twitter page and I want to play this video actually just posted. Uh, well, one of his last posts, I just want to people to get a gauge on how um, nuts this kid is. I mean, I would say he's probably between the age of 18 and 21. And uh, oh, yeah, that's a good guess. Yeah. Like here he is. This is uh Harry Sisson. He's on Twitter and he, he, this kid he might be 17 and a couple others are confirmed paid DNC influencers to, you know, uh, promote Joe Biden to, to, uh, go after, you know, the, the, the guns and basically to make, to make it known that Gen Z is coming for us. So just, just check this out. 
I genuinely do not care what the Republican Party says about Gen Z. They call us weak. They call us lazy. They call us ineffective. And it's like, not true. you really think that's going to stop us? Their insults don't phase my generation. Gen Z is focused on change. Republicans are focused on trolling. And that's the difference. My generation is the Republican Party in 2020, 2022, and 2023. And we're going to do it again in 2024, whether they like it or not. The Gen Z wave is here, and it's only getting bigger. And that should terrify the Republican Party. So <laughs> he's probably used to making that face. This kid literally just gets paid. I mean, listen, he's got uh, 183, 138. I'm dyslexic. I had a dyslexic moment. 138,000 followers on Twitter and over 600,000 on, on, uh, on TikTok. Oh, it's, he's 20 years old. He's 20 year old Democrat. He has his TikTok page. <clears throat> I mean, his uh, Twitter. 20-year-old Democrat, 600,000 on TikTok. I post on YouTube, and he has an email. Oh, I might email him, actually. Um, we should have him on the show. Oh, God. I don't think he would come on. He's he's a paid, he's a paid uh, he he operator. He wouldn't, he wouldn't be able to handle it, even Nice Allen, even, even Nice Allen that we saw today. They would not allow him. So here he is with his uh, gay lover, this other kid, um, Chris Mowry, that um, – is another ranter and it's all the same. We're probably going to see more of these, uh, of these retards pop up, but look at these two. Look at this. What the Republican party doesn't understand about Gen Z is we don't like you. You claim you want to appeal to Gen Z, but you call us stupid. You say we're dumb. You say we're indoctrinated. I promise it's a losing strategy. And Gen Z is watching the Republican party extremely closely as they destroy our environment, take rights away from women, do nothing about kids being shot in schools. And if they think they can give the middle finger to our generation and get away with it, they're sorely mistaken. <laughs> what the Republican party- What a bunch of like, bro. Bro, <laughs> so, bro, you're you're like uh, maybe thirty pounds soaking wet. Uh, you have noodle arms. First of all, who is saying that Gen Z is stupid and dumb? Like, uh, some people are. I think. Or, maybe some people are, but there are people in the Gen Z generation that are engaged so, in political reality i'll call it like that so i, I i'll tell you i was shocked because i i don't have a tiktok i've never had a tiktok even if i was allowed they i'd probably get banned immediately but i've never had a tiktok and uh i was very surprised when uh my one buddy showed me his tiktok and seeing all of these young kids uh doing tiktok dances and they were big trump supporters and conservatives mm -hmm. like they were different than because like i really think what's gonna what, what what happens a lot of the times and we talked about it a little bit on tuesday kids grow up in these conservative households and they grow up with conservative values and then they go off to college and that's where they're completely indoctrinated because they're not around their parents they're, they're not being influenced by uh people with morals or in, being influenced by these satanic temple worshipers uh, and you see the photos of these young girls and young and young men before they go to college and when they get back from college and they have completely changed who they are and, and they look like completely different people. Um, and you see these younger generations. I think a lot of these younger generations are a lot more based than we realize. Gen Z. 
there are a lot of base Gen Zers out there. And I even, really think so. What's the younger generation than than Gen Z? What's like the if you're 16 now, is that still Gen Z? I don't even know. I don't even know if if so. There are 16 well, year olds out sure there. Millennial, because all the things that they that he just said about Gen Z, oh. they say about millennials. Right, and millennials are, are the the generation after, like b- before them, like the older generation, like the the 30, 28, 30 around that 25, I guess around there, 30. I, I forget what year a millennial it is, but I think I fall in that category. So it's um, like 84 on to like 2000 something. Right. And like you have in conserve in the conservative space, you have, you know, quite a few in the age range of 16, 15, 16, 17, Oh, man, GOP Josh. Yeah, like see GOP Josh. He's got he's got the conservative talk radio. Uh <clears throat> the other kid out there, he's 15. I, I forget his name off the top of my head. Um there's a bunch of them that are heavily involved in politics. Like they're they're doing they can't vote yet. They are, but they're engaged in the movement and can't wait to vote. I mean, literally that they're, they're out there, they're based. And that's the important thing because people like this, that this weirdo and his friend that are just spouting off talking points, they well, literally his new two a talking point. Yeah. I have it up about the AR 15. Yeah. So literally what they're doing, these people are getting paid by the DNC to operate on social media. There is actually a page um, Gen Z for change. Okay, they got 77,000 followers. They started it in 2020. And literally, it's interesting because like, here's Gen Z for change. And they have a little pride flag as a heart in their profile picture with a white fist in the middle. Mm -hmm. And it's where a nonprofit collective of Gen Z activists leveraging the power of social media to drive progressive change with a rainbow flag. And that's where this guy, Harry, would fall in because he retweets them all the time. So... Mm-hmm. The Daily Mail UK put out an article, and I actually commented this on uh, your Harry Sisson post about how they're paid shills. Yeah. And the Daily Mail UK put out an article that says, President Biden's re-election campaign will rely on an army of social media influencers who will use TikTok, among other platforms, to drum support from Gen Z. Among those recruited is Her- Henry Sisson, a 20-year-old NYU student who runs a TikTok page with more than 600,000 followers. So it, it's right there on on the Daily Mail UK. They also said that they were going to certain – they think they were going to have like social media influencers like basically working out of like a social media war room in the White House. Like, are you surprised? You remember the the oh. influencer they had in with Jen Saki wearing the the pantsuit and the, the nails? Of course. Like, oh my god! Literally, I and but this goes up. to show, like, if if you're if you're not on Twitter, it's worth making an account and seeing what's going on on there in the culture war and the political wars, because it's heating up and it's just it's it's gonna get worse. Meaning, like, you're you're. Worse, meaning you're going to see a lot more influence and leverage on social media in this election between the meme alliances, between the Gen Zers, between the left, between the right, between the Trumps and the DeSantis's and everything else. Well, the, I'll tell you right now, the me, there's no the the meme alliance. Like first off, the left can't meme. The left can't cannot no. meme. 
No, they're, no. they're atrocious at it. They're going to try to use these these Gen Z influencers. And this guy that's a uh, hundred pounds soaking wet, flexing like he's this big tough Chad. Um, <laughs> uh, that's not going to work. And we have we have the meme alliance. Like I'll tell you right now, the primaries we were talking about earlier with Ron DeSantis are uh, the uh, Dilly Warlords uh, and the me- the Meme Alliance. Like these guys are putting in work. My man White memes, his meatball Ron memes are S tier. Yeah. Um, and there's I, like it's going to be a very very tough battle to win to win. Uh, but especially for the left. And- Yes, but what I mean also is the Gen Zs on the left are working overtime like this kid Harry to recruit. Yeah. Oh yeah. To recruit to spout off to their base and to recruit more Gen Zers who see wow. This is my like my my previous comment where the conservative side of politics needs this with this energy with the right messaging. We, we, we already have it. And I think they have a bigger following. We, we don't have it. We, we have, we have, I really think, dude, I'll tell you, the memers are different. The memers are different. The Nelk boys are, and and Steve will do it. The Steve, Steve, bro, Steve will do it. Made sold sold a picture of him and Donald Trump and made eight million dollars in two hours. That that's great, but that that is not that's not the same as the constant in your face messaging on these platforms where they are. All right. The Nelk boys and him and, and doing podcasts and all that stuff. That they do more than podcasts, dude. It's not just podcasts. I like, get it. I know. I know that. Const- they put out content constantly. But you don't. You don't see them as much as you. Um, you twenty year olds, eighteen year olds. That's the demographic. The GOP is dropping the ball in social media influencing, and they refuse to acknowledge it. The GOP, the GOP, it's it, the GOP doesn't want Donald Trump to win. That's why. I'm not. So when I say the GOP, I'm just, I just, I'm talking about the right. It doesn't have to. I'm not talking about the GOP, not the RNC. All right. There isn't enough happening in the Gen Z space on the right at all. I really think the Nuck Boys reach the Gen Z uh, big time. It's I really not do. Enough. It's not enough. It's not enough because you know what they they're not they're in the culture war. They're not speaking about policy oh, issues. Do you look at Steve will do its Twitter? You go to his he's, Twitter. He's one person. But he's got, he, you have no you have no idea yeah, how big his influence is. I do, like, it, his influence is massive. It's not enough. One person is not enough is what I'm saying. They're building an army. So if, if you're confident that one person, because he has a huge following. I don't know a lot of the, the Gen Z influencers, but I'm sure there's more than just those group of guys. I'm sure there's more because uh, there's a lot of people that are, are trying to duplicate what the Nelk boys are doing. 
There is a lot of people that are trying to, to recreate the popularity and the things that they're doing. And you see what they're pushing and what they're talking about. It's all about pro-Trump. It's all about getting Biden out, Biden out of the office. And that's great, but it has to be a little bit more, all right? Not just about maybe the individuals, but a little bit about understanding on where we are as a country for the younger generation who may not be in tune and paying attention to certain policy. Like I hate these kids out here on the left, but they're literally when they're talking about the debt ceiling and they're, 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 they're talking about all right, their AR 15 video. They're talking about whatever it is, these little videos they're talking about that are getting hundreds and hundreds of thousands of views and retweets. What if what if a lot of those are us making fun of them? Because that's that's the case. I see them all being retweeted and posted by a lot of patriots. A lot. Like, look at this idiot. <laughs> you look at the right. which is also a problem. You know, like I have a I have a big problem with conservatives that keep retweeting these people. I get it. Like I I retweeted him today because I responded to it i wanted to show how how stupid they are but i won't do that on all of his videos like the whole thing like with dylan mulvaney i will not I don't a, a video that the last post i i put literally was breaking news dylan mulvaney changed his name to dylan dick vaney <laughs> like i won't post stupid videos and uh, of, of that idiot because i don't want that idiot on my news feed and I don't want to promote that bullshit. I don't care that mm-hmm. I right, make fun of his five o'clock shadow. I'll, I'll talk about it or I'll, I'll, but I will post stuff about like the agenda, like, you know, trans women are men, trans men are, oh, women, no doubt, but, thing, but my, my, my point is that's a reality is a lot of those views. A lot of those retweets and comments are from people from the conservative movement that are not, just, but not, not most of them, not most of them. Mm, a lot of them are dude there's a lot of people that are, are so basically, I mean, James, you're, making, you're making the argument that they don't have a big base and and it's wrong because they do have a big base I, I don't think it's as big as you think it is i really okay. don't okay I, I i really don't i i i i really think a lot of their votes that they got were fraudulent i think a lot i think they have they have I mean, a lot of should, I mean, what you should be saying is that more is better and that so, the so what do you suggest? What do you suggest the GOP do? What do you suggest the GOP do? Take not this exact model, but do it better. There in are way? People, in what way? There are there are people out there that have been that are are dying to get involved. Like they're out there with their small Twitter pages, doing what they do, and then what do you do? You have people that grab these big influencers and say, hey, you know what? We're going to help you boost your page to the larger following of a base so you can promote the messaging. And I feel like we're lacking in that. Like, take what's, forget the left for a second. Take the right and what the DeSantis social media influences are. And they're all bags of shit. But if you go on their feeds, because I look at them every day and go into the comments, you get all the true believers, and then you get, of course, the people responding, you know, calling out their lies and just the bullshit. But if you're if you're going to influence, 
than influence because social media is a tool and it's a, it, it, it needs to be used effectively. There are, people, being are, used effectively. There are people using it effectively. Yes. But it's I mean, it, on a pretty large scale. I think we have a lot enough. of people. Not enough. I think, I think there's a lot of people that are that are speaking our message. I there think are a lot of people, but it's a not lot enough. of people. I really do. I think there's a a very large, major, uh, large amount of people that are pushing this message on social media. Not and the doing, ages doing, of eighteen and twenty one. And what's great, what's great is they're doing it without being paid to do it or yes. without get being given the message to say like we're doing it strictly because we love the country and we want to. Uh, uh, protect the children and we want to uh restore no. our republic we're not, not doing it in between 18 and 21 that's where we're lacking it's 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 it, it, it's it's a fact but we're lacking we're, we're lacking appealing take 18 to 23 we're we're lacking in that age bracket 100 percent. That's, that's always been the case i think that i think I think that the Democrats have always led that because because those are the kids that are in college and freshly out of college, like like they have been indoctrinated the most. So what are we doing about it? And uh, so again, we have to go to college campuses and we have to go do that. Right? We have to uh, legislate laws that they to make sure that that teachers aren't teaching these left indoctrinating these children i don't even mean that not even legislation i'm talking about recruiting we have to go to colleges we have to ballot harvest we have to go to places no 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 no. not for voting that's not what i mean nothing about elections and legislation so then what's the then then what's the purpose because these 18 to 23 year old kids as life continues to go like most kids in that age group they eventually realize like hey maybe uh, I was wrong a little bit, and I I, I wasn't as liberal as I thought because I got to pay all these taxes. That's and great. This is the circle of life, but that's not that's not now. And there are people out there in that age bracket that the right needs to attract, and there are people in that age bracket that want to attract them, but aren't getting the reach that they should be getting. So what I'm saying is, like, there are whether it's campaigns whether it's organizations should be grabbing these kids ready and willing who are basically getting ignored, who are fighting every day on Twitter or fighting every day on Instagram to get noticed that they want to spread the messaging of whether it's in support of Trump, conservative policies, pro America first, whatever it is. They need to and be. What if they don't want to say certain things in the messaging? What if they don't want to talk about those things? Is I'm that going to be a problem? No, I'm not talking about programming messaging. Like they're there already and they're being ignored, is so my who, point. Who, who is going to give these people bigger platforms? Like I said, it could be campaigns. It could be and anyone's campaigns should be doing it. They should be trolling 18 and 21 year old and to get them in on influencing other 18 and 21 year olds to fight that indoctrination that's happening and get the kids out there who may not be paying attention and might be interested in saying, Oh, you know what? That looks pretty cool. Let me get involved. Okay. Like the New York young Republican does. They make, it's like they're, they're promoting that conservatism is cool. And they have all this demographic of 2023. I don't think think the GOP necessarily needs to do that. I'm not saying the GOP. 
like the RNC. It's not what I mean. It would help if they did it. Oh, it would help if they did it. They so should. Like you just gave an example, like the New York Republicans. New York but, Republicans Club is is doing things. There, there, there are organization. No, the, but they or there are hundreds of organizations out there, or campaigns that literally should be grabbing these kids and saying, "Listen, we are going to boost your platforms." Okay, we're going to make you get that file. We're going to help you any way possible to spread the messages that you want to spread in order to help, whether it's the message of just general conservatism, if they want to be on camp, you know, work on campaigns like there should be social media armies, like social media generals who like take Dilly and what he does. Right, the Dilly 300, right? Brendan Dilly, where he has all these people that follow him and and they all doing the same thing and the, and how they have the meme alliance doing their thing that that mm-hmm. is effective and works. We're just still lacking. And then you have a kid like GOP Josh, and there's a few others like him. They do podcasts and stuff like that, who should be like approached and say, Hey. We love what you're doing, and we want to help you reach more people in your age bracket, obviously of the voting age. But again, there there's stipulations to that. Like there's there people are going to want things in return, and if someone like if they if they approach them, they're going to want something in return. That there's always something that. Okay. What if he doesn't want to do that? Like there's like there's and they a, don't like, want to do it, and they don't want to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like like I. I I, doing I, I like the fact that it's. I like the fact that it's happening organically better. It's I, I not try- happening organically in the eighteen to twenty-one year old bracket. That's my only thing I'm saying. It's happening. We're 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 la- We can we can keep going back and forth. It is not happening the way it should be happening. So, so then, what's if it's not for voting, like I mentioned earlier, if it's not for voting, then what? No, no, no. What's- it is. It is. No, no, no. When you're because you're talking about ballot harvesting. So what I mean is, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the social media influence and presence of where. All of these people are congregating and soaking up information and soaking up stupid videos. There needs to be more content for the 18 and 21 year old. The only platform that can be done on the only platform that can be done on is on Twitter. There's every other platform that can't be done on. Perfect. And, 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 and in reality, there is a very large amount of people on Twitter that are doing this. And the problem is the people that you want to reach, Alan, the people that you want to reach are leaving Twitter and they're going to TikTok. And you can't do that on TikTok. You cannot be a, a young 18-year-old conservative commentator and influencing kids on TikTok talking conservative talking points. You're getting kicked off. It happens time and time again. So these liberal people, these 18 to 20-year-old, 23-year-old kids that you're, you're talking about are leaving Twitter because Elon Musk bought it and they're buying the propaganda and they're going to TikTok. They're going to Instagram and they're not on Twitter. So how are you going to reach them? You can reach them. There are uh, ways to reach them. But I, 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 I'm wondering how is what, what my question is. Like how, has, how would you go about doing that? These, these, are, these are things that should be thought about. I mean, you can reach them. You can reach them on, on other platforms too if you do it tactfully. You can do it. My point is, listen, so I'm supposed to just have all the solutions on how to do this. But no, but, but, the, but problem again. Is, the, the, the problem is nobody is trying to – there are – again, there are kids in that age bracket that are dying to get involved 
but they're being ignored as uh, 18 and 21 year olds. Like, how do you know they're not trying? How do you know that they haven't haven't found a, a, a young kid that wants to do it and they just don't want to? push the line that the exact narrative that they want to they're not they're, they're not doing it because i i asked so many people involved in campaigns and other people like what what are they doing to the 18 to <clears throat> just spread it out 18 to 23 or 18 to 25 year old demographic like the war room and i don't like steve bannon but he was they were literally going to launch a show but it flopped they were they didn't even do it it didn't even get off the ground they, I had inside information. I, I was talking to the people involved with it. They were going to start a show. It was like the War Room Next Generation, and it was going to be with younger hosts, not Steve Bannon, to try to harness that younger generation into hoping to to to, to reach them. Like, and 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 they're probably picking younger hosts that are not relatable to the most eight, most 18 to 23 year old. It's not not happening because it just, it couldn't happen for logistic reasons, but to just sit there and say that, you know what, it's a way or not in so many words, it's a waste of time because you're not going to reach anybody is ridiculous. Like there, it, it, it needs to at least somebody who's great at social media management should be able to come up with great ideas and find ways to recruit this age demographic into social media influencing for the right. And it's just, that's where the right lacks with younger voters. All right. Because there are a lot of them out there. I just think they don't have to reach. They're not, they could, they're not not able to get it. Nobody's trying. Nobody's trying. That's I, the think I think they are trying. I just, uh, I, I think that there's things oh, going on that don't like, again, when you're a conservative influencer, there's so many, there's so many blockades in the way. And then you're a, a young conservative in, influencer. You you're stuck to Twitter when the people that you want to, the, the target audience that you're trying to reach is not there. But if, if they were trying, we would see influencers promoting or, or producing content that, appeals to 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 younger age they were on tiktok for the longest time they were like i would go on tiktok and it'd be nothing but gen z doing trump promoted uh and and conservative Mm -hmm. content on twitter for on on twitch for uh, on twitter there were still still, there were still a bunch of them on there but a lot of them are older like they're not they're just no they're young kids like i even even teenagers that i'm seeing doing tiktok dances i i I guess it's a waste of time i mean it it, it's it's a waste of time then then we should just forget about it because again the right the right is lacking on gen z the right I, is lacking. I mean, I think the 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 best movements are more organic than they are being forced down people's throats. No one's forcing anything down anybody's throats. If you're giving people talking points, that's no being forced. People to, no, I, I, no one's giving people talking points. So who's going to give an influencer money if they're not going to push a, the narrative I, that they exactly about, want? I'm not talking about paying influencers either. I mean, that is an option. But, but again. If you if you tell me I have to say something, I'm not going to say it if I don't want to say it, even if you're paying me. Like that's the thing. Like, right, so then you wouldn't you wouldn't be a fit for that. But there are people that would, and with 
listen, everything in everything in 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 reaching is about money. All right, like let's face it. So you will have people that want to do it, and if it can be done tactfully, then it can be done tactfully. Like there's nothing wrong with paying people. That's politics, campaigns, and everything else to spread certain messaging as long as it's true to what you want to do. I'm not saying like, oh, just I'm going to pay you to say this and say it. No, no, no. That's not – first of all, there isn't really anything on the right that most people wouldn't want to be paid to say anyway because we don't have shitty fucking policies and we love the Constitution. So it was, it's all things that just attract younger voters with – younger voters when they see somebody who's 30 and 40 years old trying to attract 18 and 20 year olds into the movement it's not going to work as effectively where if you have 18 19 and 20 year olds doing it i seriously think you you underestimate the influence and reach of that demographic that the nelk boys have I really do. It's I really think you, you you're I'm not, very I'm not. It's you're a different type of messaging. I'm not I'm not miss I'm not. I'm not. It's a different type of messaging. They're they're not it's not a different type of messaging. It's exactly the messaging that we're 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 looking for. It's the oh. exact it's it's Good. making making being a conservative, be, having conservative values, it's making it cool. Like they are literally doing exactly what, what you want. But it's not enough. They are. We and, need that on a bigger scale. Okay, we need we need more of that. We like they did seven the, 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 think about it. Do, they did one YouTube video with Donald Trump and in 2 hours it had over 7 million views. In now, 2 hours. If you went to those 7 million views, I would love to see the the numbers of the age between 18 and 21 because I I, I, would, I would say a large a large amount there's there's a lot of conservative older conservatives that don't even know who the Nelk boys are. They there's do now so because they, they did two videos with Donald Trump, and and, and, and that's it. But the, 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 the because of what they've done before they got they started having Tucker Carlson on and doing all of the and Donald Trump and things like that. They've they've yeah. grown such a large younger generation fan base. Like that's the bulk I'm not of the saying fan base. they're not. Like I'm not arguing the point that they're not. They are. They have their place, but it's not enough. It's not I think, enough. I think what they do quadruples what Harry Sisson and his boy Chris Charlie or whatever his name who's, is doing. Who's arguing that point? But they have an army of these people. Like and I, I think the impact is doesn't right. have as much. I really don't. I don't think it's got as big of an impact as you think it does. So, seven million views. They're not all young conservatives, you know. That ne- not- neither are all the views that. Ha- that Agreed, but that but you're literally telling me that we don't need anybody else. That the Nelk boys will take care of it. That's, that's no, your no, no. It's not what I'm telling you, but but I'm 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 saying like we're doing this already. Like what my point is, it's happening already without people coming in and 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 recruiting influencers to do what the left is doing and what Ron DeSantis's camp is doing. Like we don't need that. I really do. it's happening organically. Like we are already doing it. We have an army of influencers that are spreading a message that are doing it organically. Tens of thousands. People on the internet are doing it organically. But I'm not saying it's not, and I'm not disagreeing with any of that. And everything they're doing is needed and great. I'm talking about a specific age demographic 
to age demographic. Yes, and I, I think we're 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 reaching that demographic more than you think we are. I I I, okay. I, I really do. All right, I I think the younger people would impact younger people more, young to young, saying, not again a thirty year old influencer trying to to attract eighteen and twenty one year old kids who to to they're like 26 and whatever i i don't care how old they are and also like the memes are great but again like the memes aren't pulling in 18 year olds you know what i mean like they are though all right okay i should i i, I don't know how you how you say they are with certainty that they are i i'm because, because i think i think it's the, the be, becoming being be, the conservative movement is now becoming a cool thing to do. The reason why that they're paying people to, to, to as influencers because they need to because they're they're losing the argument because it's now becoming cool in those generations to be conservative. Like your people are it, 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 it is it is the tides are changing. Okay, I really think that's happening. I really uh, do. I, 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 I'm, I I'm I I wish I had the same enthusiasm as you, but I look at it. And I look at the average, you know, influencer out there and then who's following them. And, and, and I'm, I'm like trying to pay attention and I'm not seeing this 18 to 21 year old demographic, like the really young voters who, who are engaged on the right as much as they're becoming little indoctrinated activists on the left, like literally trying to fight the indoctrination of these young kids. And it's just, it's not where it should be. I mean, look or at this kid that's going around and interviewing people with the, the mic. He's probably like 20 years old. Shaney Rich, he's like, he's 24 years old. Yeah, he's a young kid. Right. He's been doing it since he was probably 22. Oh. He's been doing it for a couple of years. Oh. And he's reaching those younger generations. And, and he's crushing it. And he's crushing it. Crushing it. But we need more of that. And it's happened, but that's what I'm saying. It's happening. It's, it's, it's happening organically. Like I'd much rather it happen organically where people are actually doing it on their own than, than big, big campaigns and, and things like that coming in much rather hundred percent. It can happen both ways. I can, it, it, why can't it happen both ways? Because I don't think it needs to be done. I, I think it's happening organically on a on a scale that is, and we, 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 we can agree to disagree because I'm agreeing with you that it is happening organically in certain areas in certain ways. But I also think we are just lacking in that young, young demographic that age that that age bracket, and and, and it's 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 very important in that age bracket, very important. And it needs it needs more people, like take the Nelk Boys, take Shaney Rich, take a few of these others. We need a hundred of them, conservatively a hundred of them, and it it would, I think, do major major. Um, it would do it would do positive things that age demographic and it's just that's always where the right has lacked is those attracting the younger younger voters but it is what it is it is what it is it's it's i hope that more young people 
open their eyes and want to get involved. But in that, in that young age where a lot of them who don't care want to care for good reasons. That's it. Again, it, it comes down to the culture war. I think the culture war will make a huge shift in making it cool to have conservative values and uh, be a, a, a nationalist, a populist. Um, it, it, it is, it is something that needs to shift and getting, getting involved doesn't mean you necessarily need to get involved in politics. It's just literally, you could just be, you know, dancing with a Trump hat and making it cool to wear a Trump hat or, you know, uh, making it cool to do something cool. That makes it, it makes it cool to be an American loving Patriot. You know, there's so many different things that you could do content wise. And I think that's happening. I think a lot of kids are doing that kind of stuff more so, more so than our generations were when we were do when we were that age, way more so than our generations, in my opinion. Well, I, you know, it's, it's just something that, it, it, it it's important now, you know, like I see or it's always been important, but yes, I agree. It's, it's important now. We see it happening, but there are just still too many. There, there are still too many out there who probably want to care, but aren't getting their attention grabbed in certain ways. And, and whether it's social media or it's boots on the ground um, ways whether it's organizations and clubs, um, you know, there are a few other young Republican clubs that are popping up, like Washington DC's young Republican club blew up and, and, and has kind of like changed and, and they're bringing in younger people, but it's organizations like that, that are working hard and then bringing it over to social media. I just think the, the social media, influencer war the the right just needs to step up their game to really like hey oh they definitely need to step up their game but i think i think it's hot like i think we're 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 battling good man i really do i think there's there's and especially even in that demographic i really i really think that like for 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 example when when we were that age 18 to 23 the, the people around me they were super fucking liberal they were super uh uh, very left leaning in their policies and the things that they wanted, they wanted to be do gooders. And then they, as they got older, you see a lot of their politics changed. I think now the, the 18 to 23 year olds now are more right leaning than the generation that I was in. And they're more conservative and they're making more content, conservative based content now more than the, than the past, the past couple decades. Well, uh, yeah, okay, uh, yeah, absolutely. I have the most but, hope for this generation than than any other generation before. Is what I'm saying. Right, but we just need them to attract more people into the space to want to engage. That's yeah. the whole point of it. Like you can have. I'm not saying that there aren't young influences out there. There are a lot, but they're just kind of like falling to the wayside, unless they've already have a big following and, and, and a lot of people know who they are. But Alan, that's happening to a lot of conservative influencers. It's not just that age demographic. It's happening to a, like a lot of great, of, of great conservative influencers are being heavily shadow banned and censored or removed from platforms. I don't even mean, and I, right. But uh, that's happening. But 
again, I'm I'm not even talking about the shadow banning and being removed of platforms. I'm I'm being I'm I mean the lack of numbers of people that have sm- have small followings because they're just not able to grow their followings who are producing halfway decent content at that young age who need to be seen more. Like when I see them, and, and I, I don't even see many of them, just a few, I try to, to, to share their stuff so maybe it's seen by some more people that haven't seen them. You know, like mm-hmm. like it's it's everyone who has larger accounts who's in the conservative space should not be ignoring the conservative influencers who have, who have smaller followings. They should be amplifying them and showing, Hey, like, like, like GOP, Josh, I know he's 16 years old and he's heavily involved in the politics Mm -hmm. accounts like who have major, major followings who know he exists. Some people even follow him should be amplifying him any chance they get. Look at this 16-year-old who's so and – and I'm mentioning him again. There, There's a bunch of them out there like him. Look at these guys and look what they're doing. Like this is the future of the party, of the movement, whatever you want to call it. And we need to, in, we need to amplify them now. Like I don't so- like the attitude of a lot of these bigger influencers out there who, you know, tend to, tend to well, have, you know, hundreds thousands whatever it is in uh followers where they just they they ignore they they see them it's not like they don't see them and they just ignore them because they're just more worried about what they're putting out instead of like of course you well, know that's how it's always been they, they all that a lot of these big influencers they only care about their agenda and what they're pushing out because a lot of them are some of them are inorganic and they're being paid They're they're and they can only promote certain things. Like we know somebody that retweeted one of our, our posts and then took it down. Wonder why. But uh, again, okay. But it, it's, it's still an Avenue that should be. So I just went to uh, Shane Rich's page, right? Yeah. And he, he posted this, this post is that I was debating Harry Sisson on Twitter spaces last week. I brought up the fact that I thought he was paid by the DNC. He swore up and down. He hasn't received a single dollar from any political organization. I didn't believe him and told him the truth will always come to light. Just like it did with the Hunter Biden laptop vaccines, mask mandates, and every other lie that Dems have told us the past three years. Now he is beginning being community noted by Twitter for being paid political operative. God bless Elon Musk. And then you scroll down to the comments and it's nothing but young kids on TikTok making content about how these guys are paid operatives, literally young kids. Like that's great. That's all you see. And so, so, so what I'm, this is exactly my point, Alan, these are things that are happening organically. We, we may not be seeing it in our feeds because maybe our algorithm isn't geared towards 18 to 23 year old, Talking points. It, it, it very mel- like, uh, like I, that I, we, we, you, you got to do is go around and search for it. Like, it, it came it, up pretty quickly as soon as I started looking. Oh, you, you looked on TikTok, correct? No, I looked on Twitter. Like, this is I, on Twitter. People, people sharing the the young kids on TikTok because I'm not on TikTok, so it's happening on TikTok. So th- great, I'm glad it's happening there. It needs to happen more on Twitter. 
but I'm saying that I'm saying influencers, it, they're out there. They should be recruited. They they want to be involved. And again, it's a it, it's the right snubs the younger generation. They have a habit of it. That's the whole point of this conversation is the right needs to get their head out of their ass and embrace the younger generation. And you have 16-year-olds to 21-year-olds who are dying to get involved and to be noticed by the right because of their working hard of content and their content isn't being seen by enough people because people on the right with big followings, who a lot of them end up being grifters anyway, are not amplifying them. Like the Nelk boys should get off their ass and realize all of these younger influencers. And instead of worrying about selling fucking dad's hard seltzer and making millions of dollars, they should be helping more younger influencers get noticed on platforms. They actually, do, they actually do do that. That grows, that goes across the board for every, all of them. They, they actually do do that. What are they doing? They actually uh, bring people on their platforms to help them grow their audience, they do it all the time. Are they are they sitting there and they and they uh, have they ever retweeted young jo- uh, GOP Josh? No, no, but they they they've retweeted people that and help grow their grow, grow their platforms. It's something they do all the time. It's not one specific person. Again, the Nelk boys aren't cutting it. It's not enough. They're doing great work, but it's not enough. That's my whole point. It's not enough. There are and so many people out there with huge, huge, huge followings on the right. That are not doing enough to amplify the young people. That's the those, whole those point huge are never they're never going to, dude. They're never going to unless right. unless unless they're okay to share that platform that 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 page. They're no. not going to. No, no, no. I'm not talking about people. No, I'm not talking about people who are working for people. There are plenty of people out there with large followings who just don't care. I'm not talking about money. I'm not talking about being told they can't do something by somebody that they're working for. There are plenty of people with large followings who can help amplify these younger conservative influencers, whatever they want to call themselves, so that they're seen a little bit more so they can help in basically the social media war of information in politics and culture war, like it, it they, uh, they just it need people on the right need to do a better job. You got the great memers, you got all these people, and people like us are out there. So many people like us out there trying to get these guys retweeted and shared all day long. I literally every time they'll put uh, uh, something out, I try my hardest to make it a point to. Share it. Share it. Absolutely. A hundred percent. And that's why like not enough people are doing that. That that's that's the thing. Like there's a lot of selfish people out there that are just that's not cool. doing it. And that's the whole point. And the younger generation is lacking from it. Very large majority of the influencer uh uh yeah, someone some Peter Waiter just just commented in my chat. Uh, he said the Nelk boys as well. It's one thing I agree with Peter. Peter on. <laughs> yeah, right. it's great. The Nelk boys, like, but, it's great, but they, they're not. They're not. They're not saving this conservative movement. Like, they they had two videos with Donald Trump 
And you know, they do a lot of conservative content. I'm not saying they don't like you. You can stop defending the Nelk boys. I think they're good. They're great at what they do, but it's not enough. I I really think you underestimate the influence that they have. Like I I really do. No one, no one is underestimating. It's still not enough. It's that's my point. It's not enough. I'm not underestimating. They have a huge reach. It's not enough. It's not enough. It's not, it's, it's never, never, it's never, never enough. enough. It's, it's never enough. But never I, I, again, again, I, I don't think it is as bad as you're making it out to be. I really don't. I, I'm not, I'm not saying it's like world ending, but no, no, I'm not, I'm not saying that you are it's saying lacking, it's, ending. it's lacking severely. I don't it think it's lacking severely. Okay. I really don't think it's lacking severely. I really don't. Okay. I think it's better than it's ever been, actually. I really do. I think it's better than it's ever been. Not, in, the age, not, not in that 18 to 21-year-old uh, age demographic, unfortunately. Uh, we, can agree, we can agree to disagree on that one because I think it's better than it's ever been. I really do. Okay. That's cool. I, really, <laughs> I, I think, of course, it can get better, but I think it's better than it's ever been. There's never a place where uh, it doesn't need improvement. And that, again... The right has a habit of just turning off young people like they don't matter. And it's so bad to do that where that, that, that is who you need. That's who you need. And from the influencers to political organizations to literally the party needs to get their head out of their ass and embrace the younger generation. From the RNC down to the smallest influencer out there to help pro- attract that younger, younger generation. Because the left is very good at it, unfortunately. For They're good at the brainwashing. They're good at it. And they have a lot of leverage to do it and a lot of freedom to do it. And when you see these cucks getting paid, not getting paid, um, and doing it, it's, it's, they're out there and it's, it's ridiculous. They're out there, but I I don't think their messaging is hitting as well as it used to. I really don't. I think, I, I, I think, uh, people are starting to to see through the facades, but even in that generation, Alan, I, I agree. It can always get better. I really do. I think it's been, this is, this is the, it's better than it's ever been in that generation. Obviously, it can get better, but I think it's better than it's ever been, and I think it's it, it continuing to grow and get better. I guess we'll have to see, because it'll be interesting to see how many of them actually come out and cast votes, because the fact of the matter is that's why it needs to be done, and that's where it matters. And if they're going to lack on young recruitment, then it well, we'll we'll see how they do in that age demographic at the uh, at the ballot box because it's uh, I I don't have confidence that the right is in doing the right thing to recruit those voters, and they 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 need a just like a, a ballot harvesting, and that could be a whole other conversation which they need to do that. People are working on in the background to get uh, ballot harvesting where it's legal, up and running. Because the days of voting on the day of election day are are, are over. So, can I and, ask you this, Alan? Do you think a lot of college age students, because that's what we're describing, 18, 23 year olds that are voting age, because 16 is too young to vote, um, but 18 to 23 year olds, 
do you think a lot of them are going to the polls and voting or do you think that they're voting at college campuses where they're being their, their ballots are being harvested and they have the Democrat Party coming up? Hey, uh, would you vote for the Democrat Party? They're filling out their ballots and giving it to them. Oh, which do you think happens more often? There, uh, there's a lot of that that happens. A lot of that. Yes, yeah, there's a lot of that. I think the Republican but, Party needs to do the same thing. I, I think, think that's I exactly that how we grow the 18 to 23 year old uh, voting base. Also. When I say to recruit and attract, because there's still a lot of people that just in that age demographic, 18 year old, 18 years old, they're out there, they're drinking, they're partying, they're hanging out. They, they, they don't care. You know, my my whole thing is. I think meme cultures changed that a little bit, though. To a degree. Yeah. But again, it's there's still. A huge amount of young people, they look at a meme. A meme isn't making them go vote. Like they, 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 no, they're, 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 they're funny. They, 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 they hit they them are. differently than a news article. I'm like, yeah, nobody wants to read a news article. They need to just be. It's like it's like touch voting. Like you just you have to you have to you have to touch them and reach them because to at least try to spark interest of them wanting to be interested. Like I'm talking about reaching people that just don't care either way about politics in that age demographic. And there are so many that don't. Mm -hmm. And the ones that don't are actively getting sucked into this sick liberal activism because that's what their friends are doing because there's no real alternative to like, that's how like, and then it turns into just something different and it's not like that's what turning point USA was supposed to be for the colleges. And that's how it started. Yes. That's what they were doing. And again, and, and, and money corrupted it. And then it just morphed and Charlie Kirk was a piece of shit. Just, it just morphed into, you know, now it's oh, us gay. Yep. And, and, and now it's like, Oh, let's, let's have, let's have a, a, a supposed conservative drag queen lady MAGA show up. And it's like, every young conservative in a suit is like an out of the closet homosexual. And it's uh, like, what it has, has that, that's all has become just weird where there needs to be an alternative from that. I mean, there's still obviously, that's why I think it, that's a perfect example is why as I think it needs to be more grassroots than, than an organization or somebody getting involved because TPUSA, 2PUS gay used to be a grassroots organization. And then exactly. someone was like, Hey, let's, let's give this a bigger platform. And now they're this organization that's unrecognizable from what it started out as. And you can do that grassroots and organically. The problem is it's not being done enough in on on boots on the ground and on social media organically like it's just not being done enough and yeah uh, so it's never uh, enough. no it's never it's enough, never but enough. It's, but it, so, it is uh, happening chuck in the chat was like well donald trump brings a lot of young people into his rallies i'm gonna be honest with you chuck there aren't 18 and 21 year olds going to trump rallies all over the place because if you go and look at a trump rally you'll look at the average age you do have some younger but the average age there is over 30 years old with the exception of people that are already connected to some sort of club or organization that might be in their mid to younger 20s. I'd imagine if you go to a Trump rally and only count between, say, 18 and 21, you're not going to have a large number at these Trump rallies. Yeah, Donald Trump got a lot of young people involved 
interested in politics during the first time he ran for president because he was such a polarizing name. And that's great, but that is over now. I, like Donald Trump still isn't bringing younger people. It, like everyone knows who Donald Trump is and who he was. He was president and everything else, but he's still not sucking people in at that young age bracket as it should be. It's up to it's up to younger conservatives that want to get recognized and known to do that, who are trying to do it, just need to be amplified a little bit. And I'm not saying paying them and make this big organization where everybody's controlled by talking points and they get their emails and their money. No, by no means. Let's do this then, Alan. Let's do this. Let's do our part. If you're a young influencer, like let's schedule GOP Joss to come on the show. Let's 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 do what we can yeah. to give these younger guys a platform. Uh, because that's that that's something that we can do directly. So if you if 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 you're a uh younger uh influencer trying to uh, get a larger audience, reach out to Alan or I on, on Twitter or Instagram and let's set something up. Let's make it happen. GOP uh, Josh, you just got a schedule. I was talking to him the other day. We were going to do something months ago. We couldn't do it. So he, he's just easy to, to, to just schedule with. I, I talk to him on Twitter all the time, but it's like, and that's all well and good. And it's just, I want younger influencers to be doing the same thing for younger influencers. Like I just, it, it just, there, there needs to be a movement. Like I wish like, uh, just people of influence on social media who really can reach and say, Hey, like, like a, the meme Alliance, they just all formed and they're doing it organically. I want that mm -hmm. same energy and same thing to happen for not, not meetings per se memes, just the organization wise of them and how they all work together in the 18 to 21 year old age uh, demographic in just promoting whatever messaging they want to appeal to the younger generation that conservatism is cool and you should get involved and fuck up these Harry Sissons on, on, on Twitter because they're cuck little pieces of shit. That's yeah, all little, so, little soy boys. That's all I want to see. I just want to see more of it and that's it. So, well, if you're young, if you're a young influencer, let's just bombard Alan and be like, Hey, I'm, I'm here. I'm fucking rocking. And let's let's uh, show Alan that, that you're out there. Yeah, you're not going to bombard me because there's not enough of you out there. But anyway, if you are, that's great. And um, you should follow me because I follow some of you and I look around like, where are all these young people? And I just, I'm not seeing a lot of you. So I don't know if they're on Twitter, is. Alan. I really don't think that they're on Twitter. I, yeah, I really don't. I think yeah. Twitter's like, is, is going to be, the, is the next Facebook. Like, I really I do. I think it's. It's it, it it's now TikTok is is the younger generation social media. They're out there. I I literally they're out there, but but, but I, I I would I would say the 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 demographic of users on Twitter are much slimmer between that eighteen to twenty three year old range compared to thirty plus. You you just you just gotta, I mean, I, I I'm I, every day I, I I search different things on Twitter. And I, and I look for them and there are a lot out there that are just kind of just sitting around like, you know, then they, they need to do something with TikTok too. And it's doable. It is doable without getting banned. It is, it is doable to, to attract them. Uh, in we have a TikTok, Alan? We have to be tactful. No, I was banned on TikTok a long time ago. Um, but that was because. I, I, I don't have one. I would love to, because the one time I was, I, I, Nick, when I, he showed me his TikTok mm -hmm. 
he was showing me all these young kids, like younger generation. You're exactly that demographic, just doing all this Trump content. They were getting tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of views. Most of them probably got thrown off too because they were doing Trump stuff. So that's the thing. It's like you have to do stuff differently to like. That's what I'm saying. I'd be interested to see how many are still there. So start a TikTok. Just, just, just make an email. I'm not putting that shit on my phone. What? I'm not putting that shit on my phone. There's no difference to having TikTok on your phone than any other app on your phone. Just so you know. Oh, I'm well aware, but I just don't want to give China China my information. China already has your information. You have Instagram. You have Facebook. You have you have have all these things. One way or another, through third parties or something else, China has all of your information that they're ever going to want, no matter what. <laughs> you have an Apple phone, right? I do. Yeah, you're fucked. You're fucked. Are you kidding? They probably have naked pictures of you in like Chinese brothels to say, "Beware of this guy. He has a little." I, I hope they have a magnifying glass. <laughs> <laughs> gonna right. need one. You're gonna need one. You're an asshole. What are we? A three-hour show. Fuck off. It's Freedom Friday. Three and a half hours, my friend. Oh, I, I, I don't know how I put up with you for so long. I just don't know. I don't know. Uh, listen, uh, I'm a treat to be around. What the fuck? What What the fuck are you wearing? I'm wearing a Kobe Bryant jersey. Three and a half hours, and yet does it have blood on it? Where would there be blood? I don't know. Didn't he? Didn't? Uh, oh, I thought it was his jersey. Oh, oh no. Isn't he it's, dead? He's dead. Yeah, he died in a helicopter. helicopter crash, right? Yeah, he died in a helicopter crash. Yeah. yeah. What a great father. Let me have my daughter fly around me in a helicopter so she dies too. What a piece of shit. And her basketball friend. And her basketball well, apparently, he was, apparently he was blowing the whistle on Big Pharma. That was That's what's going around. Uh, there's a lot of reports on that. And uh, I doubt yeah. I think he's just another piece of shit. I hate basketball players. It's not what I hear. Uh, there's a lot of reports that he was actually, he was blowing the whistle on a Big Pharma company. And uh, he died right before the, literally right before the pandemic in January of 2020, he died. If you want any fashion advice, you should never wear a tank top again. Why is that, Alan? Because I'm so pasty white. Yeah. You're, yeah. I, yeah, I, I three and a half hours for me to realize that you were wearing that ridiculous fucking tank top that I would love. To it's a basketball fire. jersey. It's not even a tank top. Wait, all right. A, a basketball jersey. All right. I'm sorry. Yeah, get it. Get Tell it correct, old man, old man Allen. It, what, what, what are you wearing? A colorful wife beater over there? Like, is that one of those official NBA jerseys that, like, you know, NBA? Yeah. All right. So you like spending money and donating the Black Lives Matter? No, actually, what you want to hear how I got this jersey? Because sure. <laughs> it's an authentic, it's actually a stitch authentic jersey. You went to I the helicopter. I was in a bar. I was at a bar in my town, and it was just there. <laughs> and, it was just there. You walked into what they were giving away free jerseys or some. Yeah, it was just and, like on this chair. You stole the chair. Around, looked around for a while, and then. Like, why is there a basketball jersey sit? Like, somebody who, obviously left it there. So somebody else spent money on the jersey and you stole it. And now it's mine, yeah. But I oh literally sat there for a while and watched it, and nobody I, claimed it. So I took it and put it in my car. Peter Wade is it. funny. Peter, I Peter watched Wade it, and now I have a fucking sweet Kobe Bryant jersey. Oh my god, Peter Wader in the in the Rumble chat is funny. That just made that just made me laugh inside. Maybe I didn't you didn't hear me, but 
the jersey. <laughs> he said the jersey is from a Nelk Boys giveaway. <laughs> Probably was. They were like fucking 12. When I got this jersey. Oh my God. All right. I'm done with you. They gave, they, gave, they gave Donnie a Joe DiMaggio bat. Fucking brilliant move. Signed Joey D bat. Brilliant fucking move. That's what they gave Donnie as a gift. The it's big probably, thing. It's literally probably like in a closet somewhere with every other fucking gift somebody gives them. I'd be like, how many fucking gifts do people want to give me? Put it here. I go, I like, give I don't it think he's me. that type of guy. He really liked it. He's a big baseball fan, Donnie Trump, Donald Trump. He goes, this is an expensive gift. <laughs> How much did you spend on this? This wasn't cheap. <laughs> he should have. They, they bought him a Rolex, presidential Rolex, the last time. Like, <laughs> yeah, and he doesn't even wear a watch. No, but they bought him a gold presidential Rolex. Yeah, he never, he, it was probably fake from China. He literally never wears a watch. Uh, I mean, does he really need to know what time it is? I mean, He's working all the time anyway. He's Chuck says it won't let you. What do you mean it won't let you download Rumble? What do you What do you have a fucking rock as a phone? Like, what are you Dude, trying to I download it on, Chuck? I've been trying to get Fireman Chuck off Facebook and onto Rumble for like for for months. Do you have Do you have Chrome or Safari on your computer or a laptop? Like, how are you? Are you watching on the phone, Chuck? Uh, Chuck, we need to get you on Rumble. Facebook. Yeah, we got to get, get Chuck. Uh, Operation Get Chuck on Rumble. I mean, I don't know how long they're gonna they're gonna allow me to stay on Facebook again. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be suspended again by next week. Yeah, I, 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 it's like I can't share a meme anymore. It's like got oh, thirty days. Like that, that people don't even see my shit anymore because they got me so shadow banned. There's forty thousand people. I think it's like ten people that see it on. On Facebook, it's ridiculous. That's me on Instagram. It's ridiculous, dude. It's it's insane. Anyway, that's it, people. It's Freedom Friday. I hope you all have a glorious weekend. And honestly, I don't even give a shit if you have a good weekend or not. It really has no no concern. No, I could care less, people. I just want you to hit the share button. And uh, no, I'm hit only kidding. Button. We uh, got what? Do you, what? Huh? what are you we got most of the for Latinas on Tuesday. Oh yeah, that's right. That's coming. That's gonna be a fun show. Tuesday. What What are you doing this weekend? Anything good? What am I doing this weekend? No, I'm not doing. Couch. It's gonna rain all weekend. I'm I'm not doing anything this weekend. I'm just gonna hang out and uh, just you know be a piece of shit that I am. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but not. Uh, it's my it's my girlfriend's birthday on Tuesday actually. Uh, so uh, we're probably gonna do something on Sunday going. And then Wednesday, we're going out to dinner because I can't do anything on Tuesday because we got a show. Told her, told her ass to fucking how wait. Did, and how did she feel about that? Uh, I told her to get fucked. So, no, uh, you didn't. No, you no didn't. I definitely did not. No, I did. definitely did not. No, no, she, she's my, my, she's awesome. She's very supportive of the show and uh, totally gets it. So we, she, we, we scheduled it. We even before we. Uh, what does she think, what does she think about about that basketball jersey? She actually thinks she says you look good in blue. And she, she doesn't said, trust she me. May have Alan, said you look good Alan, in blue. Let me what tell you this. She does jersey? not she does not compliment me often. She usually talks shit more than she compliments me. She very rarely compliments me when she says I look good in blue. 
it says you have a Rumble account already. So then what you have to do, Chuck, is you have to go on your Rumble account and you have to hit forgot password or username. And then you have to follow what it tells you to do so you can change your password and you can change your password or your username. That's what you need to do, you fucking boomer. Get off Facebook and get on Rumble with the cool kids because Facebook sucks. I'm glad, I'm glad to see you back in the back, I'm glad to see you because I've been gone for 30 days and you've been messaging me. When are you coming back? Commie, I mean, Facebook sucks. They just love commies. And I don't know how long I'm going to be there. So come over to Rumble. Well, Alan, you're a beta. Beta. <laughs> we'll be back on Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen, with the most of the girls from Mostly Peaceful Latinas, Linda and Bella, our good friends. We're going to be gangbanging on, on Meatball Ron. I'm sure a lot. They cover a lot of what's going on in Florida. But we're also going to talk a lot more about the culture war because they have a lot of really great takes on what's going on in the culture war as well. Um, shout out to our sponsors, My Patriot Scars, Kush Creams, and Sirius CBD. Uh, everybody have a great weekend and get fucked until next time guys <laughs> where we go one we go all see you soon <laughs>